1: Hello, Fightful Faithful,
2: and welcome to the Fightful Post-NXT 2.0 After Party, because that's what it feels like. Uh, We're here with Hashtag Kalex, it's me, Alex Belowski, and my uh, my co-host, as always, uh, Kate Hensler. Kate, tell the people how you're doing.
3: (laughs) So not great. So not great. The ALCS is the Astros and the Red Sox miserable. I had to watch Raw yesterday because I was a guest on another podcast which means I had to watch Raw and pay attention. Unbelievably miserable. And then tonight, also miserable! <laughs> <laughs> so um, in wrestling world n- not great, Alex. Except uh, AEW is real fun. Call me a homer. I don't give a shit. AEW is doing cool stuff. I don't care what you have to say about that um i really liked a lot of what they've had going on yeah. and they were in my area so i like saw a lot of very familiar talent on AEW elevation i was so optimistic going into raw yesterday cuz i saw like friends of mine on elevation and then raw hit and i was like nose dive there's there's, um,
2: there's there's no correlation there's no correlation it's like you like know. hey i'm 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 going in for 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 major surgery but, but I just saw just saw a friend of mine down the block. So I'm sure it's all going to go good. Because I got this doctor. You may have heard of him. I, I, you, you see what the heck to work with here. Like, that guy's definitely going to botch your surgery. I don't care how optimistic you are. Vince McMahon is absolutely that dude in the back alley trying to work on the Joker. It's not going to go well.
3: It's not. It was... uh, Like... We we'll, we could talk about it because it applies to NXT as well. Just some really insulting things, uh, in general, like we saw tonight and then yesterday. As a as a woman, uh, I I don't know how I listen can be a uh, uh, a woman and respect myself watching WWE programming. Listen,
2: <laughs> I said this last night. the The Queen's Crown Tournament is not just an insult. To the women in the locker room, it's an insult to women everywhere. It's yeah. an insult to men everywhere, dogs and cats too, probably. Like you know, uh, invertebrates. Like there's there's a little. I don't know where he go. There was a there was a spider crawling on the wall of my basement. He <laughs> you go? know
3: what? When you put it that but, way, but
2: he's insulted. That little spider is insulted by the booking. Of and he's a he's a dude spider, not a lady spider. Obviously, she'd be insulted. He's a dude spider, and he's insulted by the booking of the human women on the in the Queen's Crown tournament.
3: That is a smart spider. And on top of that, uh, when you put it that way, it's kind of beautiful because it's like all of humanity is band together. <laughs> Everyone, all the creatures of the earth. Have come together to be insulted by what WWE programming has done to us. And uh, now that is just fully, fully bled into NXT. And I'm, I'm more accepting of it now. Cause I feel like I've been warned, but outside of Ivy Nile, who I thought was great and Malcolm Bivens, who's always a national treasure and good in ring work. This was not, it's not great. Alex, <laughs>
2: Now, um, I mean, I guess we'll talk about this now. We're not going to talk about that, that segment now, because there's a whole other thing to do with that segment. But uh, Grison Walla um, uh, may have inadvertently stumbled upon the mission statement for NXT 2.0, and yay, indeed, all of modern WWE, when he said... It's not about wins and losses. It's about likes and swipes. And I've honestly never heard something more profound. This, this goofy Australian boxer slash uh, amateur dancer is it, 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 it has, has just, just, it just, I've been trying to figure out a way to put it into words and he just blurts it out. It's perfect. It's not about wins and losses. It's about likes and swipes, meaning like just think like hey, look at that over there. That's interesting as opposed to anything with substance.
3: No, it's um like I can't it's just that you don't have to go that far back to a time when this like, I just think about the last takeover with Dragunov and Walter, and I'm like, wow, we're really never gonna get that again. That makes me so sad. And <laughs> not to get, whatever, it's sour grabs. I can get sour. What? I was thinking about Dusty Rhodes' birthday and how, like, they had the Dusty Cup and, like, how they did this whole presentation about Dusty and Cody was there and all this stuff. And I was like, just like, of all people, <laughs> Just rolling in his rolling in his grave. Dusty, like the most nuanced storyteller and incredible, um just cared so much about those things. Like cared so much about logical storytelling in the ring and and ring IQ and things making sense and and was a poet at it. Like, oh my gosh, I went back in for in Dusty's birthday. I went back and watched both of the Harley Race matches and a couple of other ones. And I was just, oh my God, It's it makes you appreciate modern wrestling more when you're a student of older wrestling. Like, I'm a very big believer in that, like with any art form. Um, and then watching NXT today, I was like, oh my God, he would, he would be so sad. <laughs> my word. So welcome, everybody, to Sour Grabs. <laughs> Oh boy, we can get into some of the super chats if you want. Yeah, (laughs) please send in your
2: super chats about anything you want within reason. And and then we'll, we'll talk about it. If it's, if it's pertinent to to, to NXT, then we'll definitely uh, address it as we get to those segments. Uh, Or if it, you, it could be about other wrestling. It could be about just, you know, WWE in general and whether or not you think it's a good time right now. Spoiler alert, it's not. But um, it could also be, this is a thing we started last week, and guess what? We're going to keep it rolling because it's fun for me and it made Fightful money. I am a jukebox for for, for whatever kind of crazy impression you think I'm going to be able to do, Saying saying whatever about whatever. Uh, and and we'll see how that goes. Uh, it was a lot of fun last time, um. But uh, yeah, I just I, we'll we'll start reading the super chats now, and we'll get into the review of the show in just a little bit. Um, first of all, uh, uh, Yoko Littner says, uh, just would like just curious if Kate would like a jacket and some gloves for that freezing cold take about the Red Sox not being able to beat the Rays.
3: First of all, it depends on the jacket and gloves. Second of all. <laughs> Uh yeah that is what I don't know if you're familiar with the phrase putting salt in someone's wounds but that's what you just did and it stings real bad and I'm mad at you uh but thank you for the money so it it hurts so bad in my soul that baseball my other favorite thing outside of wrestling um has now ruined my life by pitting the Astros and the Red Sox against each other. So thanks for the super chat. I appreciate yeah. it. And I would I would like a jacket and, and gloves for my freezing cold take, particularly as we swing into the chillier months if it's fashionable. <laughs> it matches my bangs.
2: <laughs> it's true. You gotta match the bangs. Um, They're the
3: most over thing at Fightful. I don't mean to pat myself on the back, no. but I swear to God, we've made more money off of my bangs than pretty much way, anything.
2: Else. W- way more. Um, Sean Blanford says, "Just rank a Red Bull." So I'm ready for another night long shenanigans filled night NXT- <laughs> long shenanigans filled NXT review with Team Kalex. All hail Tony D'Angelo. Yeah, there was a bit there where I was going to have somebody whacked, because my buddy Tony was not on the show for a very long time. He was teased about being on the show, and then he was deliberately excluded from the show. Thank God Tony was on the show, and we'll talk about that because it was magical. Um, Oscar Neville-Nueva, thank you for Super Chat, says, uh, to be honest, I haven't watched NXT in a long time. Just here for Kalex and the laughs. Uh, Alex, are you still laughing from the opening of BTE? I know I am. Listen. (laughs) Listen, there's no AEW show tomorrow night, and I don't want to wait until Saturday to get this taken. The beginning of BTE is one of the funniest things I've ever seen, not only from a comedic timing standpoint, but from a cinematography standpoint, from when they're all trying to lift up and powerbomb Nakazawa, and then all of a sudden it just goes extreme close-up on Kenny, extreme close-up on Matt, extreme close-up on Nick, I, they're all grunting and making crazy faces, and it goes extreme close up on Cole, and it goes, For the love of God! Why is this so hard? It was just so Amazing. good. It, it, I, I cackled for minutes mm-hmm. on end.
3: I, I love BTE, and I like I also love K-Fame. So, like, I love what an MJF does, so sometimes I don't always like the the peek behind the sure. content, but in general, I really like BTE. And when they do stuff that is so self-aware like that, it's so much fun. Like when the Jacksons were running around talking about how they didn't want the key demographic, they wanted like the 50 and over demographic. And we're doing those like Home Depot spots. Like I, that stuff will 100% of the time pop for that. Cause that just absolutely cracks me up. BTE was a ton of fun. Elevation was a ton of fun, from what I'm seeing. Dark was a ton of fun. It makes me sad. I would rather watch AEW YouTube content than I would rather watch than NXT. Like that is such a bummer because NXT was like the best show on television a lot of weeks, like a lot of weeks.
2: (sighs) Yeah, it's yeah, it's gone. It's yeah, it's it's. I here's the thing. I think NXT 2.0 is really hitting its stride. And that's not a good thing. Oh, no. Like, this is what it is. Like, yeah. we're, there were some, like, growing pains. We're not sure what they're going to you do. Know, this is the thing.
3: We've said a are buddy.
2: This not going to be, yeah. Um, and
3: to me, the hardest part about it is if you do watch Raw, this is back-to-back with it. So for me right now, it feels like you're getting five hours of Raw. Three hours of Raw was already an hour longer than I needed. Yeah. And now you're getting essentially diet raw on Tuesdays. So when you watch it back to back like that, mm-hmm. oh, man, it's it's rough because I was still not recovered from yesterday. I'm still yeah. like very genuinely emotionally upset about about yesterday. Like yeah. it's it's very frustrating. And then and then we got this today.
2: Yeah. Um, well, well, the nerd guru is going to try and cheer us up. He says it's a non-sour chat. Kate, you look amazing in glasses. Oh, uh, thank Alex, you, uh, th- yeah. Uh, Alex. Yeah, uh, Alex. I ordered two pairs of glasses yesterday. Uh, two new pairs of glasses. Yeah, the, the ones that the ones that I the ones that I have are, gosh, almost a decade old, and they're being held together by a piece of paperclip. So I decided <laughs> to get me some new glasses. So maybe if I'm deciding to feel, you know, a little bit more scholarly. I might I might wear some glasses oh my myself. God. But he when says we go uh,
3: to chase you. We can wear
2: that. <laughs> um, uh, he also says uh, that uh Alex, your sour graps on Select have been home runs lately. You guys rule, please go for four hours.
1: <laughs>
2: yes. Uh Sean's right. gonna
3: be up until sunrise editing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I I have a feeling that like Sean's like tucked himself into bed now. It's like I'm not staying up to edit this stuff. I'll <laughs> no, edit it in the morning. Just
3: yeah.
2: I'm just going to bed now. Nighty night. Um,
3: I'll get a cool seven hours in before Kate and Alex
2: are done. <laughs> uh, uh, I be- I believe this is actually from our from our friend uh, from our friend Luis. Uh, it's not really a bummer uh, about AEW's um uh you know. Uh, AEW YouTube content, considering AEW YouTube content in a couple of days is going to feature Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki in the year 2021. My God, what is happening?
3: What? I so appreciate that Americanial Dragonson.
2: Americanial Dragonson, there you go.
3: <laughs> has like decided I'm going to go to AEW and I'm just going to do all of the stuff that WWE was like, nah, you can't do that because of the shape that you're in. Um, and so now he's just having like, he he was like, my first five matches are just going to be dream matches for everybody. How's that sound for you guys? Because like what he did with Kenny was incredible. And now he's facing Minoru Suzuki, not yeah. just on free television, on YouTube television. And I am extremely Extremely excited for Lee Moriarty versus Bobby Fish. Extremely matches yeah. I didn't know I needed, and I yeah. know I
2: needed. And now we do. And now we do. Um. Uh. So. So. Uh, <laughs> I. I have. I have Uh. I've already gotten a few. Uh, I want to spread these out over the course of. Of the evening, I'll get all the first one that I'm going to do my little uh, impression impression. Like, s- spin the wheel, make the deal of impressions. Uh. <laughs> J. Blood has requested that I say something in the style of the American Dream Dusty Roads. Oh. So let me see if I got that in me. Here we go. There's a body in the trunk, baby. Um, I mean, there's more. If I if I had more to say, I might be able to, to be a bit more... Uh, <laughs> I
3: think 2.0 is <laughs> Hot, hard times, daddy. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's hard hard times, daddy. It's hard time for the American Dream Dusty Roads. Now here, I'm here... Standing outside the the performance center by my car, and I got a body in the trunk. I'm not supposed to say that out loud. You understand? Because people might be hearing me. But I'm gonna say this to you once, and I'm not gonna say it twice. There's a body in the trunk, baby.
3: See, in NXT, the best part about that is that's fine because you can just kidnap people and hang out backstage and have matches. Apparently. So, so yeah, well, yeah, we'll
2: we'll let's 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 get into the actual meat of the show, and we'll we'll talk more about this as 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 the as the thing goes on. Okay. Um now um, um the apparently earlier in the day uh it, it, swerve is is entering the parking garage outside the parking lot. Um and and uh and he <laughs> he's walking in with top Dollar and uh, a bfab and they say well, hey where nobody's ever heard from Adonis where's Adonis and we don't know. I, I don't know if, if, if a shot of the Adonis, like if his, if he missed his flight or whatever, but he wasn't on camera this week and they wrote him off saying that he's been missing for days. So I hope they find him. Um, and then uh, 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 Tabdala is jumped uh, and then B-Fab is jumped. And then um, Swerve eventually takes off his headphones and turns around and sees, hey, my friends are being jumped. And he gets jumped and knocked up against the wall by, by uh kicked in the face by Escobar. And I'm going to tell you this, speaking as a, speaking as a guy who's, who's on the large side and also probably eight inches shorter than top dollar, ain't no way anybody got top dollar in the back of that SUV without him helping. Like he didn't get in there of his own, like without, without him being of his own volition. But I thought that was kind of hilarious. Uh, And he said, I'll see you tonight. Caballero or whatever. Uh, And then they leave. So, so we've just seen on, on camera Santos Escobar and his, and his goons abduct two people in broad daylight. And the first thing Vic Joseph says after watching that clip is Santos Escobar obviously with the upper hand in tonight's North American championship match. And I thought to myself, well, yeah, he just kidnapped two people and apparently everybody's too chicken shit to call the cops. Like there's a there's a serious problem around the Orlando area with crimes being committed by by WWE people and the and the cops just looking the other way, not investigating. Nobody calls the cops. Like I understand, like if you beat somebody to with an inch of their life in the ring, that's a sanctioned match. Things happen, you know, whatever. But that's a crime that was committed and nobody reported it. And I feel like they should have.
3: Okay, here's where I'm gonna make it work for you. Where it doesn't work in Jacksonville, because both NXT and AEW parking lots were the most dangerous place in the country so during true. the pandemic. What if what if they know Tony D'Angelo is around now and it's like this situation that got worked out with the mob, Alex? You didn't think about that, did you?
2: <clears throat> hey, sh- hey, listen, guys, I'm sorry, but you didn't pay your protection money this week. So hey. If you had if you paid up on time, then I would have had my guys looking out for you. But you didn't pay your protection money. Like if everybody, if all the baby faces in NXT have to individually pay D'Angelo protection money, so that his goons can watch their back. Otherwise, if not, the heels can just beat them up with no repercussions, throw them in a in a van and drive away. I guess that's the way it works now.
3: And like. I get that it's pro wrestling and that things happen on camera that wouldn't, but like, Alex, it was a kidnapping that opened the show and yeah. the guys that committed it and their friends
2: mm-hmm.
3: were on the show tonight yeah. yep. talking about the crime, mm-hmm. doing promos about the crime
2: admitting to having done it on camera,
3: and on camera and Essentially, wrestling about about the crime.
2: Like this is the like, like I I I man I I I went into this for weeks back at the, the, at, the at the height of the pandemic, the PC era where there was no fans, where Sheamus ran over Elias with Jeff Hardy's car, and then in an elaborate scheme, framed Jeff Hardy for vehicular homicide. Now Elias was run over but survived miraculously. But Seamus didn't know that when he ran over Elias. He might have killed Elias. He didn't care as long as Jeff Hardy took the blame for it. There were multiple witnesses who said it was Seamus. They arrested Jeff Hardy. He got out no problem because they they realized, I guess it wasn't him driving it because everybody said it was Seamus. But Seamus never got picked up by the cops, never got interviewed. He committed at least 17 felonies, never did a day in jail for it.
3: Yeah, and Come by on. the way, Renee Young was like on the scene, if you remember. <laughs> she was like there with her microphone reporting yeah. live. Yes. I just, I, it just, it wasn't that long ago, Alex. It wasn't that long ago that this was a world that made sense. If Tony D'Angelo was demanding money from baby faces and like took over William Regal's spot, I'd be I'm I'm a hundred percent in
2: we we, we will talk about him later I am I am unironically on a 100% on board with this guy because he has decided oh you gave me this trash gimmick like it's a trash gimmick let's be honest yeah um but he says I'm going to 1 million percent play it to the letter I'm going to do everything everything I'm going to do it's going to be perfect and he's doing it like as far as like the Chicago thing like whatever. The Chicago New York thing, Philly, wherever he's from, I don't care. <laughs> um that I'm going to let it slide. I think it's hilarious. But I'm going to let it slide. Um he's playing the mob thing so well. Yes. Like I'm I'm I will forever love that man for walking into the ring during the Ring what? debut and immediately handing $50 bill to the ref to bribe him. Yeah. Like it was nothing. Like he did it all the time. I uh, I'm like, forever I'm going to love that guy. Um So anyway, uh that was how they started Uh, the thing. And then we're like, Oh, here's Joe Gacy. Okay. So we're just going to have to, we're just going to have to learn to live with this. Kate. Every week we're going to learn to live with this. That it's going to be more and more insulting to, I don't know, decency. Just the concept of decency is just being assaulted every week by this gimmick. And we're just going to have to just like, just, just let it go
3: and logic at the same time like that's where i ke- uh, that's the thing i can't get over is it doesn't work for a matter of taste and it doesn't work for a matter of making any sense in wrestling it, it i it's it's insulting to my intelligence and to like anybody with a moral standing and it's a shame because gacy's actually almost like with tony d'angelo like you were just saying Gacy's pretty good like gacy's doing the best he can with it but when Your whole thing is that you're telling me that the squared Circle is a safe place. And by the way, I don't know how commentary came around to this idea, but that Ciampa had to earn his way into a championship match as the uh, title holder. What they were saying about that was neat. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Champa earned his way into a match with Braun breaker he has the title like what are we doing so yeah the gacy thing i just have to accept i guess but what i can't do is accept it from a a, an, a point of it making any logical sense to call it a safe space and then to then go resolve your complex with uh, a combat sport i that i just that I'll never be able to resolve because it's it's just so inherently against the nature of pro wrestling. It's the it's so stupid.
2: Yeah. Um, he it lost. is. It is. I mean, he lost. He lost to Tommaso Ciampa, and great. And Tommaso Ciampa had him scouted. Like he's had like one match where he hit his finisher, which is a like a, a handspring into the spout rebound into a big clothesline. And Tommaso Ciampa saw him do that once on film, and he. And he Hit him with a with a basement drop kick in the face, and hit the hit his finisher on him. Great. The match isn't what I'm concerned about. (laughs) Um, him him coming out, he says all of his fans he calls them his snowflakes, which like is it is it 2016? Like like where where he like is this is snowflakes a like a thing? Like a major thing now. Like, wouldn't we all get past that? Isn't that a thing that, like, I, I, I guess, I guess not. Uh, inclus inclusivity, is, bad. is a heel thing. It's bad. 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 Bad guys like to be inclusive. Bad guys like to accept people for their differences. Uh, all all of this is uh, it's just really terrible. And then their um their social media says that he's he he says that gaslight gatekeep Gacy is the thing they threw out there, and gaslight fine. I mean, I'm assuming the idea behind it is that this guy isn't what he he purports to be, because that makes sense. But I what what it feels like to me is you're saying anybody who uses these words isn't what they purport to be. And, and that's where you lose me. That anybody who is trying to bring people in and find common ground and and talks about inclus- inclusiveness—that all people who say that because they say that, therefore, they're they're fucking with you. They are they're only being selfish. They can't possibly be thinking of other people. And that's that's where like they just fuck you, basically. Is my, my my response to that. But gatekeep. I don't I don't know who he's gatekeeping. How is Gacy gatekeeping? That's a word you don't understand what that means you know it's a bad word so therefore he's doing it but that's not what he's doing he's trying to actually bring more people into his circle not less it's just a weird thing that like nobody knows what they're talking about
3: yeah uh, i feel gaslit that they're calling this sports entertainment when it's not entertaining that feels kind of like gaslighting uh gatekeeping if anybody had any taste they would not be paying attention to this so i feel like this is all bad for their own brand that they're building out um i i just I I, I think they think it's ironic, but it's just stupid. Like, I think they're like, oh, but like, he's gonna turn it around and I'm like, yeah, we Mm -hmm. know. We have brains. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it's just uh, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't work. The match was fine. The right guy won. I can say that for this match. Um, so that's good, I guess, but I if this is what they think is edgy, and this is what's going to bring in the younger audience.
2: But this is the thing. I think they've dropped all that entirely because they recognize that last week, their median, the median age of the viewer, the median age, which means there are as many people younger as there are older, the median age, the middle ground, 62. There are as many people older than sixty-two as there are younger than sixty-two who watch NXT. So they're like, you know what? This let's, let's this dude who got play on Fox News. Let's let's put him let's at front and center. It. Let's lean into that because sixty-two-year-old white guys, on average love themselves some fight from Fox News.
3: So let's let's just say that's where we are you know now. What? This is the thing that's always baffled me because <sighs> there were things that WWE would do that I didn't like at all. Like put Goldberg in the title picture, but their ratings would go up and I would say, okay, that I can't argue with. They're giving away over a thousand comps at Raw last night. Their median age for this show is sixty-two, and they're still continuing in this direction. Like that's what I don't understand. Because there's been plenty of times where I've been like, I don't like this idea. I didn't love the idea of Snooki being in a WrestleMania match. It made sense, and to her defense, she actually did all right. So shame on me. But like, I I get it from the perspective of it's a business. You have shareholders that you have to respond to, like all these things. But like the the trajectory of the product, they they did one point five million yesterday, Alex, one point five. Like, how do you keep doing this when I guess because they give a billion dollars from Peacock and they don't give a shit, but like no, they,
2: they already have the money that like they don't it's not even their network anymore. I mean, it is overseas, but it's not. Isn't even their network. They don't have to get you to like Peacock. We have all Peacock's money. Any money that you give to Peacock, that's their money. So if it like Peacock bought our content, if none of you subscribe to Peacock, we don't care.
3: We don't care. We got yet. their money.
2: So and and they still believe. And honestly, there's 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 a lot of reason for them to still believe this. That when it comes time for them to renegotiate with all of these platforms, the the streaming service uh fox uh usa whatever nbc universal they still believe when that time comes around they're still gonna be the highest rated wrestling show on cable they're still gonna be one of the top things on friday nights on network and and you can't like lowball us because we're still the top thing so you're gonna you're gonna pay because you don't want anybody else to get it and that's it like so there's gonna coast the there's yeah. coasting,
1: just 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 coasting.
3: You could always make more money, and when you're subscribed to Fightful Select and you read Sean's report yes. on relationships with the network, like it does sound like people care, but like what are they caring about? Like it's just yeah. a it's a very 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 odd thing. But you should subscribe to Fightful Select because you get accurate and great wrestling information, and you should also leave a thumbs up on this video. Yes. So go to Fightful Select and subscribe. Because yes. that's actually a really great three-part piece that, that Sean has worked really on is. really, really hard. But, like, that opened my eyes. Because it just, as a viewer, has felt like they just don't care. But they yeah. do care. It's just they're caring about very specific and weird things. And the network definitely cares. Yeah. Uh, so so definitely go over there and read that. But anyway, we're a little off track just because I'm so disgusted with things in general. But, like, oh. that's the part that blows my mind is it's bad it's also bad business because there's been stuff that I've hated creatively that they've done that has been good business before. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, Charlie Davis uh, points out the whole thing is a meme, but they don't know how to use it. The meme is gaslight, gatekeep, girdle, boss. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I have seen that meme. I didn't, I didn't make the connection, but you're totally true. Um, uh, <laughs> Riven Blade says they're using buzzwords they see in intolerant Facebook memes. Yes, this is this is another thing that is true. Um <laughs> where's the old way I'm gonna, uh yeah um talking about the beginning, JW Pringle says WWE when you can <laughs> threaten to murder, death, kill people, commit a B and E and kidnap people with zero issues, also nobody remembers from show to show a la Beth Phoenix last week. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Uh yeah, you can, you can empty, look, the only person on TV that's allowed to threaten to kill people is Arn Anderson, and I think <laughs> we know that. It's only Arn and his glock that can fly in this world, people. Arne,
2: Arne is living in a weird mid-70s Charles Bronson death wish fantasy. Arn, like, Arne Anderson's never put a glock on anybody's forehead, he's just thinking about things he'd like to do.
3: Okay, first of all, how dare you? Second I'm, of all. I'm
2: daring, I
1: dare.
3: It has made for my favorite like Twitter content ever. So send me all of uh send me all of your ARN backwards as NRA memes for the rest of, of my life.
2: <laughs> if sixty-two-year-old white guys are their median audience, says Nick Allen, they should just bring Brodus slash Tyrus back. Don't don't think they won't. Don't, don't think, think they, they won't. won't.
3: Your NWA is he still the TV champion over there? I haven't paid attention.
2: <laughs> Probably not. Um, uh, so, okay, we got a lot of these super chats. I want to make sure I I don't let them sit too long. Um, uh, Brent Lockman says Vince's mind may very well be the place where no light gleams and we are somehow seeing new and horrible places within. Uh, I'd say that's probably true. (laughs) Um, Ian Hunter says, uh, that Vince is Dr. Nick from the Simpsons. And here I think I'm supposed to do an impression. The shin bone connected to the wrist bone, the wrist bone connected to my wristwatch. <laughs> um <laughs> hi everybody, <laughs> bye bye, everybody. I love Dr. Nick, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> my one of my favorite episodes as a fat guy one of my favorite episodes is the one where homer is trying to lose enough weight but gain enough weight so he can get on disability and he's like well how do i know if something is 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 going is going to make me gain weight like, like i don't know i'm not sure it's like um well here's the uh, rule of thumb um <clears throat> It, if you're not sure if something is fattening, just rub it on the piece of paper. If the paper turns clear, it's your window to weight gain. <laughs> Which I think was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Oh, I love it. Um, yeah, as far as the dusty cup go- uh, goes, uh, the yeah. Nerd Guru says, yeah, ain't no shot. They're doing the dusty cup with Vince at the helm. Like, no chance in hell. That said, please pick up that tourney, AEW. Um, oh man, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, they I'm sure they've got it copywritten, they can't call it that, but they'd figure out something else. Um, uh, Charlie Steve Davis, Ford. yes, Charlie Davis, uh, says, uh, that uh, um, B- BTE has deeper long term storytelling than WWE programming. That's, that's true, that's that is true. And and then uh, Charlie Davis says uh, hashtag key team kalex rules.
3: Thank you. Which
2: which, which it, it's that's that's an inarguable fact.
3: That is um
2: Eloquent says, remember when people sent Triple H gift baskets after the first takeover? Fun times. Um how how's triple H doing? I haven't heard anything about it for a while. I know we had that major surgery. I don't know how he's how he's recovering. I, I, I wonder if it's a lot of like, hey, no hunter, take your time. we're doing fine have you been watching the product no that's fine don't worry about it take your time with your rehab and getting everything healthy you take care of yourself we're gonna be okay
3: it's uh yeah that's like a very real serious operation that he had and i uh i i was thinking about that of just like i wonder Like, cause, and Shane's gone, right? Shane no longer has anything to do with WWE. Like, I don't understand where Triple H even fits into this anymore. If he does, maybe he goes and does something else. Maybe on like the marketing side. I don't know. But this is not the product he created. No,
2: no. Uh, I mean, like, uh, honestly, they are, they are, they're pushing him out. They're pushing him away from this thing, Vince. I, I, I I've, I, I've said this from the beginning since the whole thing kind of fell apart. I, I, Vince, Vince, I, I, I think he's the kind of guy who believes he's going to live forever, and there's a part of him that that panics when he thinks about his own mortality, like. Like because like there's these people who think they're going to take it all with them or whatever or and and nobody can possibly run this thing after I'm gone. So he's there's no way he retires like he's going to die in that chair. But the thing about it is, is that what I'm worried about is the person who takes over for him is the one who kisses his ass the most. Oh, and I yeah. feel I feel like there was well, I, oh no it'll be like Stephanie will run the business side, Hunter will run the the, the in ring product the stuff that they do on TV, and that's who's going to take over for him because Shane really wants nothing to do with the family business. I don't think any of those people take over for him. I think Steph might, but only on the business side, and she won't they won't be allowed to touch anything else but I still think he might push her out if she says one wrong thing. The person that I am so worried about taking over, and actually Vince bequeathing in his will, is Bruce Richard. That guy has been kissing Vince's ass for decades, and Vince loves nothing more than a good old kiss my ass club. That's Mm -hmm. the best thing in the world to Vince, so I think that he might reward old Brucey boy with with full control of everything after Vince Vince goes.
3: John is VP. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, look at what he's done to the women's product over there. And you know, the... <laughs> I keep thinking about, and I know I'm the biggest CM Punk mark in the world, so bear with me. But, like, when he said that he left pro wrestling when he left Ring of Honor
0: mm-hmm. and
3: that he was back, basically mm-hmm. saying that WWE is sports entertainment. Like, I just keep going back to the idea that I think what is happening with the bloodline is still sports entertainment but i think it's great because it's entertaining i still don't think it's quite pro wrestling but i think it's really good sports entertainment this is not entertaining and and it's frustrating and the it's it's mind boggling you think that like how attached people were to to triple h and what he grew like all those pictures and like behind the scenes stuff of everybody hugging him and like the attachment that they felt the attachment that the performers felt to it is what made it so fun to buy into as a fan and now all of that's gone and it disappeared so fast like the slate just got so wiped when they launched 2.0 and it's i wish they had called it WWE CW again or something i wish it wasn't called NXT because i i wouldn't it wouldn't be as painful <laughs> <laughs>
2: They could have called it FCW. Bring bring that name back. Like that's what it feels like. More more like that than than this. Um, yeah, yeah NXTW. Not... Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, that's the thing about NXT is it doesn't stand for anything. It's just like a cute way of saying next. It's not like yeah. national exhibits of tor- torturous viewing. They like we just the the torturous viewing is one word um i yeah it's just it's not it's not great the nerd guru is sending the chat saying okay uh just watch the opening of bta and you're right uh i'm dead lol cole just seems so at home and it makes me happy having watched new nxt yeah jesus like he he got out at just the right time didn't he um and uh and da train 24 says I know I don't need a reason to give you money, but here's my five bucks because I stopped watching to go watch the beginning of BTE and laughed my ass off. Yes, uh, it, it, yes, everybody. I mean,
3: listen, Tony Khan, we are driving up viewership on BTE instead (laughs) of, instead of recapping the show that we're here to talk about.
2: (laughs) I'm just reading super chats, man. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> Ricardo El I believe uh, talking about the Mizuno Suzuki versus uh, Americanial Dragonson match mm-hmm. Tony, Ka- Tony Khan flexing like this will always pop me um, yeah um,
3: oh my god if you're one of the dorks who got mad on Twitter that Tony Khan was basically like winking a nod to the Monday Night Wars and like talking shit about how they're finally going to go head to head you need to go for a walk yeah, or take a nap.
2: I I, I need Shivani to, to to like be. Here's the thing, he won't know because it will be live. SmackDown will be live on on Friday, so I need Tony to Tony Shivani to say we've just gotten word that the Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks match is going to go to a non finish. I'm sure that'll put butts in seats. I I, I need him to just 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 to say it out loud. Because oh here's the thing, God. he won't know, but that's what's going to happen because it's WWE and there's no way that match goes to an actual finish. But but here's the thing, if somebody's paying attention, I hope they send in word to Becky and Sasha saying, well, now we need to have an actual finish. God. Because I want I want WWE across all of their brands to be better so I don't feel like jumping off a bridge in the middle of my reviews of those things at 2 in the morning
3: true though for me it's it's real entertaining when you do want to but yeah no the the whole uh, the tribalism stuff is just weird but the you would hope competition is supposed to drive a product to be better and it looked like it was going to go that way for a brief moment when the msg house show was or not house show smackdown was great and then they they let biggie cash in and win it felt like maybe they were gonna have to listen for a second and then it went right back to this crap um,
2: yeah, I, I, I wonder how much.
3: just like Not even NXT anymore. This is just therapy. This is sour grapes in general, uh, all over again. Because yeah. it's, it's, but that's what NXT is now. Like it, it, that's where we're at. Like we can mm-hmm. talk about these matches, but that's what this is.
2: Uh, Joey Bag of Donuts uh, says, "I prefer diet raw to raw zero calorie because there's no aftertaste." <laughs> Uh, and Charlie Davis says uh Rampage probably won't beat Smackdown but we don't pay Tony Khan to be a coward. <laughs> Great job everyone. Yes, uh let's 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 all of us uh pay Tony Khan some more money. Uh because he definitely needs it. He's very poor. Um no, I <laughs> I, I I I think it's I, listen, you you got it. Like I'm I'm fine with punching up. Punching down sucks. Punching up is what you need to do, man. You got got to lay in some blows or you're never going to get even with the thing. Like, that's just the way it works to me.
3: It's wrestling. Like, it's wrestling. And Tony Khan is... um, His whole attachment is to the Monday Night Wars era. Like, he's having fun. You should have fun, too. It's wrestling. Stop letting it have, like, this big of an impact on your mental health.
2: (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, 100% agree. Um, where do we leave off? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. Um, this is the thing. We, we actually did a whole, I don't know, what, 15 minutes about nothing um, in between the end of the match and the thing that is important about the whole segment. After the match, Ciampa is leaving, and Harland, uh, the former Parker Boudreaux, who's wearing the same outfit he wore last week, so I don't know if like if he washed it in between or if it's like his regular Tuesday outfit, like he's got something like he, he's lay everything out. He's got he's got seven outfits and he watches. He wears the same one every Tuesday. I don't know. Maybe it is. But or maybe attacks, it's just
3: a Doug Funny situation where he just has like a bunch of the same ones.
2: That's good. Like he's He's got he's got seven sleeveless Dickies work shirts yep. And and seven pairs of cargo pants and oddly six pairs of hiking boots. He's trying to find that seventh one. But um uh, I, uh, he is there, and he attacks Tommaso Ciampa. He like runs him over, um, and and then he and then I was like, oh, so he's in league with Joe Gacy, but then he grabs Joe Gacy, you standing there by the throat, and Joe Gacy reaches out his hand and and caresses like this, like with the back of his hand, caresses Harlan's face. And Harland looks very confused. And then Harland runs away. He runs past Joe Gacy, past the ring, the opposite direction of the ramp. He just sprints off camera. And nobody brings it up. Like, I don't... I, like, it's one of the weirdest fucking things I've ever seen in pro wrestling, honestly. Because we have no context for it whatsoever. And nobody's like, hey, that was weird. We just moved on like it was nothing. Um, they, he doesn't look like Brock Lesnar anymore. They shaved his head. He doesn't look like Brock Lesnar anymore. Now he looks like Curly from the Three Stooges. Like, go back and watch that moment where he's where he's like, he doesn't know what what's happening when somebody's caressing his face. He looks exactly like Curly Howard. Uh,
3: did this feel like a safe space to you when that happened?
2: Um, well, the thing is, I don't know what they're doing here. Um, that they were like, this is uh this is inclusion, question mark, is what the WWE NXT Twitter feed tweeted out with that with that gif of him being caressed. This is inclusion, question mark. Um, and like I don't know what this is, but <sighs> I almost don't want to put it out there because I don't I don't want it, I don't want to do the thing where like you said it out loud that means it's gonna come true. The way he was caressing Harlan's face, uh, they're not gonna try and do a thing where like I don't know, man. They they've they've they've, they've stayed away from like they're not gonna do the evil gay guy thing. Are they gonna do this? Are they they are they gonna do the 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 homosexual love story? But like that that I know, honestly, like it came so far out of left field. I have no idea what they're doing, but it was a lover's caress and he ran away. And I don't know why any of this happened. Dude,
3: because I I've said it week after week and I said it again on Twitter. Vince thinks the era, attitude era is timeless. This is going back to the tag team of the lesbians. This is like like, it's, I can't believe we're talking about NXT and talking about someone caressing someone's face. They're going the to they're gonna be the new Billy
2: and Chuck. They're going to be the new billion Chuck. they
3: are going be the new Billy and Chuck. Yeah. And, again, like, just a few months ago, this was like the brand where people would go to kick each other's asses. And now we're talking, you and I are sitting here after NXT talking about one guy caressing another guy's face. In yeah. Medicine. I'm
2: seeing in the chat, somebody saying he was calming him down. Like you would a wild animal. Listen, I'm not putting my hands near a wild animal's mouth. If he's trying to choke me, I don't know how that would work, but like, you know what I mean? Like that, I guess that's the thing. Like, I guess he was trying to like, okay, listen, is it any better if he tries to pet? If, oh, shh, shh. you're okay. You're okay. You're okay. If, if is that, is that any better? Like, and...
3: That's uh, the, not the, how you get someone to calm down in my experience. Either. No, it's not, it's not.
2: Um, but that's definitely how Vince thinks you should. I don't, I don't, I don't know what any of this is. And I guess we're supposed to let it play out. But I feel like they've, as far as this is the thing, a thing, no. a phrase that I coined, they have the opposite of the benefit of the doubt. They have the detriment of the doubt. Like, if, if, if there's a, if there's a chance... They're gonna do something wrong. Just bet that that's actually what they're gonna do, because they 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 they've all they've they've always they've always done it. So, I or that
3: um, or that it'll just not go anywhere. It'll go well. That's raw, true also. Yeah. Or just fall off a cliff. But yeah. I, I it's just absurd to me that yeah. this is a conversation, regardless of where it goes. You and I are having a conversation on an NXT post show. About someone caressing someone else's fucking
2: face. Yeah, um, yeah. We got some super chats about this now. Um, thanks for super chats, guys. All of them will be read before the end of the show. If we have to be here until tomorrow morning, uh, Joe Gacy. Uh, sorry. So Harland looks like the kind of guy who printed out the news story about news stories about Gacy and put them on his fridge so he can read them every morning. That's that's from Stardom Wrestling fanatic r twenty six. Like here's the th- here's the deal. Like if you decided we're gonna shoot some vignettes about how Harland is a crazed former disciple of Joe Gacy. Like before Jake Joe Gacy got here, he was he was leading a, a, a group for like group therapy, and 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 Harland was in that group. And, and the stuff that Gacy said, like, set him off. Like, and you can show us through some, like, vignettes that that's what happened. Like, I'm all for any storytelling. It's always better than no storytelling. Even if it's bad, even if it's, even if it's un- poorly thought out, like, give me a backstory of what all this is going on, because I feel like we're going to get to mid-December and still not know anything about why this is happening
3: nope and again you look across the pond and you look at Adam cole entering a storyline that happened before the company started um and how well that's being executed and you look at this and you can't believe that they fall under the same umbrella and i also just want to comment because there's been some stuff that's not super chats in in the chat about like that people weren't getting gay vibes that's because this isn't an authentic representation of right. what anything on the lgbtq spectrum would be this is old ass vince mcmahon's version of what gay is so like, i'm they're I'm not fishing. gonna talk to sonia deville about it they didn't do that with liv when <laughs> liv was gay and she was right there <laughs>
2: remember when liv was liz les- was was lana's lesbian lover for for two minutes and they were like well let's not do that anymore like i uh,
3: Remember when Sonia, a lesbian, proactively wanted to do an angle about that
2: with Gross? L- listen, and they said um, no. When I when I mentioned that, I was throwing out any idea that it possibly could be because yeah, right now, because right now, it doesn't make sense as anything. as anything. So I was like, "Is this something they would be doing?" Please God, no. But right. it, it honestly, it could be anything. But I feel like all of the options are bad. Um,
3: yeah, there, there's no way anything good is going to come out of this.
2: Right. Here you go, from Charlie Davis. As a queer and trans wrestling fan, I don't see this gacy thing that just happened as going anywhere good. And like here, here you go. As 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 a cis hat male. I don't see any this as going anywhere good. You don't have to be anything to see this is going nowhere good. But I appreciate your perspective, Charlie Davis. Yes, I don't think it's going anywhere good either.
3: The spider that was there before. <laughs> he doesn't think also good. No, yeah,
2: yeah,
3: yeah. No, you're, yeah. No, you're
2: right, dude. No. yeah. No, also, he, he...
3: Um, I'm sorry that pro wrestling has failed you for literally decades. Anybody who is on the LGBTQA <laughs> spectrum.
2: Um. Uh, no, uh, the, sp- the spider says he, he votes for um, for uh, crazed uh, crazed cousin. Like he, he's it. he's
1: okay.
2: he's 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 Joe Gacy's cousin by marriage. By marriage, but he says by marriage. The spider says spider votes for crazed cousin by marriage. Uh, <laughs> Valab, Valab says guys guys just let it play out. And you're right. We're, we're gonna have to. We have no other choice. Yeah. Um, you get Moxie S uh, says Rico 2.0 minus the face paint. <sighs> um and and Brendan Towngate likes your idea. Harland having seven versions of the same outfit as a cartoon character uh is now in my head canon. Uh it makes sense in the in the in the <laughs> in the context of Nickelodeon NXT. Yeah. Uh Yo if
3: we, Whale Man was a part of this angle, I would like yeah. that better than what we just saw. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. And the Nacho Man, Normie Summers, says, I'm taking a WWE break af- till after Sons all time. Uh, also, just go ahead and pair Gacy with Riker to appease the core audience. Love you guys. Gabagool. Um, well, we love you too, uh <laughs> that's a sign Summers.
3: Sign off now. Yeah, Gabagool.
2: Just, ga- ga- Gabagool, everybody. Gabagool. And also with you. um <laughs> <Also> with you. <laughs> Yeah. Hey. hey. Someone's hey.
3: gotta be entertaining about this
2: shit. Hey, men, and also with you, Gababull. Um <laughs> so okay, here's the thing. Um we immediately following this, uh Toxic Attraction walks out. This is the first time of many where like somebody just like dovetails directly in, and it's like at, like And a bunch of times, you could be forgiven for being like, oh, is that over? There's this new thing happening. Who's that person? Have I seen them before? You could easily have felt that during this. It felt very, very fast-paced. Now, for some people, that's like, good. I don't want to have to like think about anything while I'm watching my wrestling. But for some people, it might be bad. You're like, I'm not sure who I'm supposed to be paying attention to right now. And who you're supposed to be paying attention to right now um, is Toxic Attraction, because uh, Mandy and... And, and, and the gals come out. Um, I
3: love the dovetailing thing when it's storylines that have to do with each other or like there's a transition that makes sense. That is so cool when it's done right. When yeah. it's just people, uh, that does not work. But like when it's somebody that has had a history with someone or like they're teasing something that's coming up, it's so cool. I love that. This did not do that. Yeah. So it can be done properly, as my friend. yeah, it
2: can. it can. Sure, it could. I'm spo- I, I suppose it's possible. Um so uh Gigi Dolan talks first. Uh and so uh, they 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 wanted to beat up Raquel Gonzalez and they 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 um and then Eo and Zoe uh wanted to play hero and ruin their fun. And you want to play by the rules, because you're a bunch of squares and normies. And we don't like that, because we're different. Look at her. She's got orange hair. We're toxic attraction. The one in the middle, she's hot. Like, I don't get any of this right now. It just feels very generic- it's it, the mean mean girls who shop at Hop Topic like that's basically what this is and I don't I don't know why it's I don't know why it's a thing.
3: I'm okay with that part of it, but um, Ryan Sullivan, who's always super chatting and calling me Catherine, and also my co-host on Wednesdays, we yeah. were talking about this and what like he brought up and I agreed that I just completely don't understand the the broken face part of mandy thing just didn't need to be done to get to this no, point at all there was like, no need it, to it just makes no sense so i'm like i'm a little more okay with the mean girls thing because i do like that it was the the queen bee who got turned i said that a couple times that like it was actually the hench women who changed the one person instead of the other way around but it is stalled but, right here. Yeah. But
2: as soon as as soon as she transformed, she retook the lead of the group. Um, yeah. And now they're now they're just her toadies. Like there's there's not like I, I would have loved if like because it it really honestly looked like Mandy Rose was going to turn them into her, and then they turned her into them, and now that she is them, she's back in control, and they have, they're like they're just like the easily the lesser important people in the thing. But I mean, I guess like if Mandy Rose is in the is in the the trio, then in a in a in a in a in a thing booked by Bruce Pritchard and 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 you know, Johnny Laurinaitis or whatever, she's obviously going to be the most important thing. Um, but she says like it doesn't matter what color my hair is, I'm still the baddest bitch on the block or whatever she says like. Wait a minute. Were you ever the baddest bitch? When were you the baddest bitch on the block? When you were blonde, that was never a thing. Stop lying. That was not, That's not a thing. You were. I don't understand and if why that didn't. Great.
3: If it didn't matter what color your hair was, how come we your whole character is your hair color? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: So and uh, yeah, like it. It just. Uh, there there's some disconnect between like there's no we're here to dominate piece Mm -hmm. of it yet if that makes sense like they don't seem particularly interested in the titles but they're kind of going after the titles they're they're not making a statement so much like they're not they're kind of the only women's faction right like they have more than two people Mm -hmm. and they're not um are are they just here for the Clairol hair dye? Like I I, I don't get <laughs> like why. Yeah. What what are what are what is the message that they're sending to the NXT right. women's division? Like I, yes. I just don't I don't know what that is.
2: I, I agree. Um yeah, well the Charlie Davis says the way that Mandy is shot coming out to the ring makes me feel ill. I'm all for hot ladies owning it, but not like this, please. Yeah, the, the camera appears to be positioned directly at crotch height and shooting up the curvature of her front. And it's 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 very if she was any less clothed, it would be a porno. Like yeah. it was just, you know, like it's just very, very, very obvious what they're
3: like you the know? male gaze or whatever. You can't call yeah. this the gaze. This is just like it's not as subtle as like a male yeah. gaze. Yeah. This is it's just a male like auga. Like yeah. there's no there's nothing subtle about it. Yeah.
2: This is this is like somebody put a GoPro on her belt and pointed it at her face. Like she's wearing a GoPro on her belt buckle, putting at her face, and it's just know. walking around and it's just like, you know, I don't know. That is um so yeah the
3: attitude era. like that's what I just I keep feeling like they're like the attitude era was edgy in 2000 and so to make it edgy in 2021 we're gonna do the attitude era again I forgot that there's been two decades of culture in yeah. between that time like this yeah. feels exactly like that to me they yeah. would do that to Trish Stratus right now yes you know
2: what I mean? Yeah. No, if Tris Stratus came up now, she would be Mandy Rose.
3: That's what. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that's that's that they, they wouldn't do anything else with her. They wouldn't allow her to like blossom out of that, and the, her ceiling would be Mandy Rose because they wouldn't let her ceiling expand. Like, right. she would the, not remain main gonna, eventing with no. no way. Um. Uh, so toxic, toxic attraction. The Gigi and Jane, Gigi. I was gonna say Gigi and Jane Jane. So that's not what I'm gonna call her now. <laughs> Gigi, Gigi and Jane Jane.
3: By the way, in my head. I've just decided this is true. Uh, don't don't go cry to shot about getting a scoop about it because it's a lie. Um, in my head, every week they're trying to tell Gigi Dolan to dye her hair brown, and she's saying no. Every week in my head, they're like, Hey, we're gonna really need you to be a brunette for this faction, and she's like, No.
2: If <laughs> if if they were self-aware uh enough to have their own version of BTE. Where they could actually be themselves and have fun with their characters. I honestly think it would be it could be a hoot. We've seen that a lot of these people when they're not reciting promos that were scripted for them 20 minutes ago, they actually have fun personalities and they're able yeah. to like inject something into it, make it fun. Like the idea of 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 Gigi being like peer pressured by 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 uh, JC Jane and Mandy Rose to dye her hair. Uh, and and every week she dyed, she does dye her hair but it's but it's orange again like it's, it's just I, I i my roots were showing so i did dye my hair it's just orange um so so uh so Gigi and JJ they they're going to um Gigi and JJ are going to t- challenge for the titles at Halloween Havoc and so is Mandy Rose she's going to challenge Gonzalez there you go um
3: she's going to win isn't she
2: that's what's gonna happen. Oh, oh, absolutely. There's that, no doubt don't think in
3: my there's mind. There's
2: gonna be a DQ about it. No, 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 no. I, um, I, 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 bl- I firmly believe. Um, with the exception of MSK, because I don't think they're putting the belts on Imperium. Um, I think there will be all new titles. All everybody, everybody from from the beginning of tonight till uh, I'm gonna say at the latest War Games. They're not going to actually have war games, are they? Whatever the November thing is, um, uh, at the latest then, we'll see all new champions. And they'll all be of the new era. The The new breed, or whatever the hell they're going to call it. Um, Yeah, no. uh, Mandy's beating... so funny. Mandy's not anything new. She's been around forever, but now she's part of the new thing. She's gonna be champion. Gigi and JJ are gonna be champions. We already saw. Spoiler alert! Carmelo's and Carmelo's a new champion. Braun Breaker, he's gonna be a new champion. It's all all new champs. Um. So here's here's the first of many of these things. Um, what is what is Zion Quinn's character? To, to, to you I don't I don't know I don't know what he, but what role does he serve? who is he feuding with? what what is he trying to do what is what is what is his reason for getting up and coming to work to be on NXT? They've they, he looks cool. He's got MMA gloves. He wears a very elaborate necklace to the ring. At one point I saw that he was very angry for a dude. Trying to walk through a door before some ladies. That's it. That's all I know about him. Anytime Zion Quinn is on TV, you should be establishing who Zion Quinn is because him beating Malik Blade doesn't really do anything. It's just a waste of time.
3: And I don't know why they're fighting.
2: Well, I mean, like, I understand why there are matches. I understand. Like what why why there are ma- it's a it's a wrestling show. There should be matches. Right, but why like,
3: was he fighting him? You know what I mean? Like right. the why why do they have enough beef well, to get
2: in the well it used to be a, a while ago that some up and comers would have matches versus the the PC enhancement talent types, right? And they would do that, and then they would string together enough of those over the course of several months. That all of a sudden they'd be in a position to get into some multi man match for the number one contendership to the mid card title or whatever. But I don't know if that's what they're doing anymore because they stopped doing it a while ago. And th- th- I guess they're back to doing that because it is, this is developmental again. So I understand why you have matches to get Zion Quinn on TV, but like to do. To do why, what?
3: Yeah. Well, you need to know Zion Quinn has the balls
2: right he does
3: so <laughs>
2: face someone yeah it's important he 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 does a he, he does a flying he does a, an old he is a version of the old Lex Luger I've got a plate in my arm but it's totally legal he does a ve uh, he this is the first of two times we've seen a lex Luger finisher in tonight's, right. in tonight's <laughs> episode which I thought was funny little old shout out to Lex uh that's nice but again <laughs> like there's literally nothing to say about this match I I, 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 I feel um, yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll go back now. Cause I've missed these things. We'll talk about all these super chats we got, um, uh, for, <laughs> for the, for the GG JJ and, and Mandy promo. Um, Luis, our wonderful mod who helps us with these super chats says, uh, the week after Hispanic heritage month, Raquel is going to lose and I am livid. Yeah, that's true. They're definitely setting that up. Um,
3: uh, if you want to see Hispanic talent treated extremely well, watch uh, Impact's knock uh knockdown because Mercedes Martinez and Tasha Steeles put on <sighs> a fantastic match and were in the finals of a tournament that did wonders for women's wrestling while WWE tried their damnedest to set it back with 10, men- ten minutes of women's screen time in the past five hours of main roster programming.
2: A go watch that pay per view because yeah. it rules. Yeah, it does. Um, <laughs> Stardom wrestling fanatic r twenty six says WWE and AEW women's wrestling makes me sour. Well, listen, I think that AEW is is making progress, um, and I think WWE is going backwards. I don't I don't think that either of them are where they need to be. But I feel like there's good things on the horizon for AEW and bad things on the horizon for. for for all, all all of all of the women in WWE. Yeah. Uh, yeah Jade-
3: thinking, um on Rampage, Jade's match was like very short, but it should have been a squatch. Jade is green in the ring and she's dominant as hell and was fated, facing someone very new in the business. That match should have been extremely short. That made sense for the story. When you have a tournament and the matches are a minute and a half long. Nobody feels important. All of the matches yeah. are sub three minutes. Yeah, it's insulting
2: Um, uh, Jay Shell Nicole says, uh, I honestly don't understand this toxic attraction thing. I don't appreciate Mandy's blackfishing or over sexualizing of them while pushing women away. yeah, it's it's weird
3: kind of I'll say this i I don't mind that somebody has the sexy gimmick like that's fine i i have a problem when everybody has the sexy gimmick and we don't have any diversity at all which was like a very very long time in the divas era there was there was none of that so like yeah. carmella doing the i'm hot thing is okay because you have all these other women's wrestlers with all these other points of views it's okay to have the hot girl yeah. uh, it's just not okay when you only have the hot girl
2: right um Brent Lockman, uh asked, do any humans on the planet actually talk like this? No. And it's about the toxic attraction promo, but it really could be about any promo.
3: You people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or um, doesn't matter what color my hair is. I'm still the baddest bitch in the game. No, nobody talks like that.
3: I talk uh, like that to <sighs> everyone. I know Alex. <laughs> no, I'm gonna send you a DM after this just so I can screen cap it and put it out there. That's Good. how I talked to
2: <laughs> you. Good. Uh Brendan Towngate <laughs> says, I'm jabbed that Gigi Dolan is getting paid, but I wish I could see Priscilla Kelly kicking ass elsewhere. Remember when people were excited to see women go to NXT? Good times. Yeah, that was
3: now only impact. Yeah. AW's stern in the corner a little bit, but it's NXT and the Impact Knockouts, I felt like were for American television, duking it out on a weekly yeah. basis, and it was so cool. Yeah, really
2: um,
3: cool.
2: The nerd guru says, uh, "Well, technically, all women in WWE that have hair colors such as orange, blue, and green are better than Mandy Rose could ever be." Um, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Mandy still has a higher ceiling than what they're allowing her to do.
1: Yeah. Oh, like,
2: sure. you know, and that's the problem. And, and yeah, I know what you mean. Like uh, Becky Lynch and, and Sasha and I guess, uh, well, Ruby had green hair for a while and, and Shotzi has green hair. Although I, I don't know. It's possible Shotzi has changed her hair seven times in the last, since I've seen her last, because she's not allowed to be on TV. No. Um, uh, So um, <laughs> uh, Spine on the Pine says, it hurts me so much to see all of Raquel's great matches recapped. Only to set up her dropping to emo Mandy and toxic Mean Girls. Keep cool, Gabagool. Um, is Keep is cool. Gabagool. is now the official uh, <laughs> goodbye. For, see you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile. Keep cool, Gabagool. <laughs>
3: Whoever whoever just did that, if you're on Twitter, please God tweet that at me so I can retweet you and send you that every day for the rest of your life. Please, 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 please tweet that to me. That's great. cool, gabagool, and tag Liv Morgan. She needs something to do.
2: Yeah. Jay Blood says that Gigi is the clear star in that trio and it's embarrassing that she's tasked with trying to get the material they've written for her over. Yeah, you know, she's the only one who feels... Like, she's in her own skin, to me. She's,
3: she's definitely you know? the one that's the most authentically outcast, that. badass, yeah. kind of. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's definitely
2: that. Uh, Sean Blandford says, where Kaylee Ray? <laughs> and to that, I would say, um, she has not appeared on NXT 2.0. Because she has no home in NXT 2.0. Because a woman who's, whose gimmick is, I kick asses and I have fun. And I don't have a silly gimmick. Um... Well, that's it. That that's it for you. You don't belong here.
3: Is she going back to NXT UK? I don't know. know that, That
2: certainly wasn't the plan at the time. She was she was in NXT stateside to like do stuff to like challenge Raquel for the title.
3: This is where I got there. I mean, there was a lot of head scratching about the main roster draft, but I thought for sure we were gonna see stuff like that. Like, people that were going to get called up. I I thought I thought a lot more talent was going to be drafted. But because it's developmental, you can call them up whenever you want, I guess. But, like, the people that aren't getting used now, I thought we were going to see more mass firings or they were going to get yeah. called up. I did not see, think we were going to see this much purgatory for this much talent.
2: Yeah. Um...
3: Like LA Knight, I thought for sure, was going to SmackDown.
2: LA Knight, there's, there's so many... Uh, of of that level of people who were like, well, I signed here to be like in as as this thing what 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 I thought it was going to be, and now it's now it's not now we're now it's not that anymore. So I, I'm if you want to call me up and 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 put me in catering while I conduct my downside, I'll I'll do that. Or you, I guess you could release me because there's other places I could go. But but like, I mean I, I listen. It could be absolutely nothing. But um, but Johnny Gargano removed all references to WWE and NXT out of his bio and just has professional wrestler there. I mean I don't know if he's put it back since or whatever. But like he hasn't been on the show. That. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but like uh, he hasn't been on the show since he, he was like you know spying on Dexter's condoms like. Like that's, that, that's, 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 that's the last thing. If, if that's the last thing he does in NXT, like it's like, the thing is, is like, you could really do something pretty awesome. Like you have all these great guys who built up years of a reputation on this show and using them to put over the new talent If you're not going to do anything with them otherwise, like, I I mean, I I feel like there are people who like understand like part of the business is at some point you're going to be asked to go out there and make some other dude look great or make some other, like some other girl looks like a million bucks. And, 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 and that's part of the gig. And you're not, you're not even using them for that. Like, like they're like, here's the, here's the idea. Like how much, how much better? Like somebody, somebody's like somebody in the chat was saying Zion Quinn won a squash match. Like it's that's a normal thing for the newcomers to do. They win squash matches and they build them up. Yeah, but against a guy with no character whatsoever himself, Malik Blade. Who like give him a character while you're at it. But how much better would be if Zion Quinn picked one of the guys from the previous era and called them out and said, "I want you." And then you build a whole story around that, around putting over Zion Quinn by somebody, like, for example, a Johnny Gargano. Like, how much better would that be as a thing to like? Because I don't know how much more over Zion Quinn is now than he was before he beat yeah. Malik Blade. But if you have him in a in a in a in a backstage segment where he calls out Johnny Gargano, it's like, look at you. Look at Johnny Gargano. You're one of the reasons why I wanted to come here. Johnny Wrestling, the best wrestler in the world, I thought. Now you're a comedy sideshow. You're pathetic. And if that ignites a fire in Johnny Gargano and gets him to have this, like, like that's so much oh, more important to that. me than, than Zion Quinn, like, beating Malik Blade in two minutes or whatever. Like, you could do stuff with people.
3: I feel... A little bad because I feel like this is extra sour. And I am now realizing how important costumes are to the show. But I also did just want to call out that uh, Fightful Pro Wrestling in the chat, which is Sean... Saying, "Hey guys, please leave us a million dollars in super chats." It's
2: thanks. it's a it's a it's, it's a goal for us. Every it is week. a
3: goal for us. So if you could leave a thumbs up and also leave us a million dollars in super chats, mm-hmm. thanks, mm-hmm. Sean, for making something. Yeah, happy, because please. This is like, and I I genuinely think part of this is because of of raw yesterday. Like I'm just so upset that like I came into this just like not happy, and they delivered on me being not happy. So. There's just so I'm so like frustrated and I don't even have my normal levity that I would normally have. So sorry if you guys were like, when Kate joins the show, it's sweet and sour grapes. Not (laughs) this week, buddy. I'm like, I'm so uh, thoroughly disgusted. But you know, if if Sinclair Broadcasting wants to invest in ROH, now would be a good time because I think not everybody can go to AEW, though I'm not entirely convinced that tony khan won't just give you 70 hours of wrestling a week if he has the talent to do it um ring of honor is doing a really great job if you guys aren't paying attention go to their website but like i i really think like some of these free agents going to to ring of honor could make them a a very real alternative to what you're you're seeing on television right now like in a very very real way because they figured it out they're doing great stuff and not all of these guys are going to be able... Not all of them want to go to the main roster. Not all of them are going to get called up to the main roster. And when their contracts are up, not everyone's going to stick around. So yeah, um, it's it's a very interesting conundrum Vince has created for himself. Yeah. But most importantly, leave us a million dollars in Super Chats.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm going to read some of these right now. S- send more of them and then I will read them. Um, uh, Fact Channel sent send something. Why would anyone watch NXT when they could watch you? Aww. Oh, because well, we're not treated. on at the same
3: time, but yeah, no, I appreciate that. Though I mean, if
2: you if you want context for our weird rants, yeah, sure. Why My not? My parents
3: don't. My parents yeah. watch it every <laughs> week, and they have no idea what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> uh,
2: Mark Losper says, hashtag Team Kalex continues to be a beast. Uh, Alex loved sour grapes on Monday. Kate loved you on the round table yesterday. Thank keep you. killing it.
3: Appreciate that. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank
2: we you so we will luck. we will keep. Killing it, and if we don't, we're going to keep having things whacked. Um,
3: we're going to be uh, in the back of someone's trunk, <laughs> in the back of the car, Alex.
1: Uh, that sounded like
3: Rages Philbin, so just keep going. <laughs> we'll leave the accents to you.
2: <laughs> you were doing so good with your Marissa Tomei from from I my really cousin was. Vinny. Um, I thought
3: that was a wrestler. <laughs> his father was. A wrestler.
2: Like basically, we're gonna we're gonna turn you into Tina D'Angelo. Tony and Tina (laughs) D'Angelo. Um uh so so we're gonna we're gonna do it. We're gonna get you there. Uh stardom wrestling fanatic R26 says adding Kate and Grapsody took Fightful to God level. Yes, if you have not watched Rhapsody on Saturday, it's awesome. Will and will and Phil and Reg, righteous reg. Uh uh, they're awesome. They they're they're fan- it's a fantastic watch or listen. Uh, they 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 tackle all the all the top topics uh, from a different perspective, uh, a different viewpoint. That's very very valuable, and they're all just really entertaining. Uh, it's every uh, mm-hmm. every Saturday at noon Eastern. Uh, tune in live or watch it, listen to it, download it on a podcast. It's great. It's awesome.
3: Yeah, they're three of the just like best black voices in wrestling, and they did go through some of the stuff with uh, Tessa Blanchard this past week. So definitely yeah. worth checking out. Also worth checking out at righteous Reg on Twitter, because he was at raw live and just <laughs> lost his mind. Uh, just yes. lost his mind and was like, I want my $35 back.
2: <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Great. Now listen. He, now, he uh, yes. Gra- yeah. Grapsy is amazing. And I love righteous Reg the most. Uh, he, he took such umbrage. Uh, Righteous Reg uh, Lived up to his nickname He had Righteous Fury within him When they did a Hulk Up Cam uh, At the (laughs) show last night And he was like, look at this Bullshit, y'all And people were hulking up for the cam And he was like, I can't, I can't with this Uh, And nobody should be able to No one should be able to uh, With that. Uh, Drew Nicholas, everybody be Like Drew Nicholas He sends a huge super chat. Drew is uh, the greatest. Uh, He said, here you go, Sean. Alex and Kate, you both rule. And I thank you for watching so I no longer have to. You guys deserve all the praise and love, as do the lovely moderators and everyone at Fightful. Oh, my God.
3: Um, Yes, they do. Our moderators uh,
2: are amazing. Uh, Drew holds a special place in my heart because when I was just starting out, uh, in in this in this game, uh, reviewing main event and superstars for uh, for cage side seats for no money, uh, Drew uh, commented on my stuff uh, and said this is really good. They should keep doing this. And I don't think that if I had him commenting on that stuff, that I would have had the uh, courage to even apply for Fightful, and I would not be here were it not for Drew Nicholas. So he'll always I'll always be inde- indebted to Drew Ni- to Nicholas. So thank you, Drew um so yeah uh uh, uh Jesus Garcia says uh didn't watch NXT J- just watched knockouts knockdown last night wasn't able to support show, show support for Denise and Kate live so Thank also it here uh and Schiller. uh Jade and Joe uh, JW J- 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 uh Pringle says hi Kate's mom and dad oh. um <laughs> Hi, they Kate's would, mom and dad.
3: Probably say hi. Here's a shoe. It's my mom's birthday tomorrow. Oh, awesome. Yeah, uh, birthday uh, happy my birthday. Mom. Send in happy... super chats for my mom. Send in
2: super chats <laughs> to say happy birthday to Kate's mom.
3: <laughs> Yo, they're so cute. My sister called me because she came home uh for yep. my mom's birthday, and she was like telling me about how my dad picked her up in New York City to go back to Pennsylvania, and she was saying that like my dad was catching her up because she also doesn't want wrestling and was like putting you over and telling her all about the accents and just she was like walking her dog and called me and was like dad's so proud of you it's the cutest thing nobody awesome. in my family gives a shit about wrestling so <laughs> and good. they still support yeah and now they're making money for Fightful. so send them those super chats for yeah, my mom's it, birthday there you
2: go <laughs> Um uh um so 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 here's another thing people are going to we'll start sending these as, as well. Uh I I I do I do impressions apparently now. Uh so so here's I here, uh, here's one um that someone asked me to he says I can't help but wonder what rapper's delight would sound like performed by William Regal. So here we go. <clears throat> I said, a hip hop, the hippie the hippie to the hip hop, hip hip hop, you don't stop, the rocket to the bang bang boom, you say, up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie, the beat. Now what you hear is not a test, I'm rapping to the beat, and me, the groove, and my friends are going to try to move your feet. See, I am uh, Wonder William, and I'd like to say hello to the black, to the white, the red, and the brown, the purple, and the yellow. But first I got to bang, bang the boogie to the boogie. Say up, jump the boogie the bang, bang boogie. Let's rock, you don't stop, rock the riddle. They will make your body rock. Well, so far as you've heard my voice, but I brought friends along at war games. (laughs) I
3: love the ending. And I love that when you started this, when I was out with COVID, yeah. Uh, somebody asked you to do drunk William Regal and now I feel like he's at karaoke so this is great it's, <laughs> we have better long term storytelling on this we than do. NXT does right now we
2: do I'm going to do more of those uh, later um, uh, we give. we got, well, hold on a second uh, uh, happy birthday Kate's mom keep cool Gabagool <laughs> also I didn't know the breakout tournament worked like a money in the bank oh we're going to get to that We're going to get to that, because nobody knew it. Sean, Um,
3: go take a nap. We're going (laughs) to be here till 6 a.m. You can edit this in the morning. It's fine. My mom is making you money.
2: um, Joey Bag of Donuts says, Happy birthday, Kate's mom. Happy birthday, Kate's mom. WWE shows are crap, but your daughter's the bomb.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Nice song. Yeah, Thanks, Joey. Okay. Yeah, Joey McDonoughs is also a Steelers fan, so we're both in pain watching Ben Roethlisberger try to play quarterback. Still, though, mm-hmm. they won this week, so that's neat.
2: Yeah. Um, and Ricardo Alidolo says that as Tony D'Angelo, I'm supposed to sing "Happy Birthday."
3: Her name's Kathy. It's
2: Kate's mom. This Kathy,
3: is the
2: best I ever. Here we go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear catty. Happy birthday to you and many more. Gabagool. Gabagool.
0: Gabagool.
3: <laughs> <laughs> what am I gonna get my mom as like a gift now? I can't like I gotta can't, figure something better out for can't,
2: tomorrow. Can't do it. Can't do it. Um uh <laughs> Brandon Towngate says that uh, Regal Rap was the best thing ever. Long live Tim Kalex and much love to the mods for holding these super chats. Uh and Zach Barber says that was the greatest thing I've seen on Fight Day So I, I, I no, appreciate that. My mom
3: those. is over.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> um and <laughs> um uh so this this is a uh, super chat. Hold on, just make sure, make sure I didn't miss it. Uh, Paul Hensler says hi, J.W. Pringle. <laughs> so my dad saying hi back to J.W. Pringle. Yeah,
3: he said hi yeah. to my parents. That's
2: right. There you go. That's good. Everybody, everybody, we all we all talk together. It's nice. It's good. Um. Uh. So let's get back into whatever the hell happened on the show for a while, and then we'll get back to the craziness.
3: We're like not even halfway through, are
2: we? No, no, not that close. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mackenzie Mitchell is backstage with uh with Tommaso Ciampa. Um uh so uh, he's got the Halloween Havoc and the title offense against Braun Breakker. Um the grizzled young veterans walk up and taunt Ciampa and um <coughs> like slow it down, fellas. Like you lost you lost to the to 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 Brooks and Dunn last week. You lost to the Bar Fight Boys, and um and I I don't I don't know. Like it's you know it's they Maybe a little humility, but whatever. Um, he they 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 talk some trash. Like, uh, he says he says he says, um, um, <clears throat> we are the grizzled young veterans, and we can't wait to see you lose that title to a rookie. Um, and uh, and then Bron Breaker, uh, Bre- 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 Break, bricker
1: uh,
2: walks up and says. Hey, this rookie's already always ready to go jump. You want to go? Let's go right now. And uh, I'm not a
3: Steiner. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he his keep cool gabagool yeah, is. I'm yeah, not a Steiner yeah. in, in my head. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Somehow he he, 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 he calls himself like... the big bad booty daddy, but he's definitely not a Steiner. Um, nope. No, not at all. Uh, he's gonna, he, honestly. I want. The, I. I. They're not self-aware enough. They're going to refuse to call him a Steiner. One week, I think he should wear headgear and never mention it. And the next, the next week, he should walk down to the ring wearing a chainmail thing over his head and never mention it. And we're just like, we're just gonna, we're gonna like, everyone knows he's a Steiner. We're gonna let's let's point to it, but never actually acknowledge it uh, by by speaking it.
3: Gonna do a promo where an mm-hmm. NXT he has to solve for X. Yeah. Like, he's going to be doing Steiner math, but it's going to be very specifically yeah. him finding the hypotenuse. But the yeah. X and NXT is going to be what he's looking for. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: before we get further into this, uh, Ryan Sullivan says, Happy birthday, Kate's mom, but I have to ask you, where did it oh, all go wrong? Uh,
3: Ryan, for, my mom would be like, Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> that's not very nice. He's kidding, mom. He's a friend of mine, Kind.
2: kind Calls me Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, um, well, he's like uh, Zach. Well, as you can see, we're not dressed to fight, so we're just going to slink away because we're very scared of you. I hate what they've done with the Grizzly Young Veterans. Like those guys could have been called. Like they're they're breaking up tag teams on the main roster. You need more of them. The grizzled young vets on the main roster, like they're never gonna.
3: I won't even be insulted anymore. I'm sorry. (laughs) We don't. There's no tag teams in the women's division, literally at
2: all. They're never gonna do it. But let let the grizzled young veterans wrestle the USOs and give them 15 minutes and make it. Let it be great. Let it. Let it be great because it'll be great. They'll make it great. But you stand in the way of them making it great let it be great and it'll be great and i don't understand why we have to like stop things from being great i don't understand why it, why that happens anyway um apparently uh uh mr Breaker says uh listen i'll have your back between now and halloween havoc because i want to beat you at your best um and i i i was 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 trump in in danger of being beaten up by i, I feel like GYV wasn't there to start a fight. What are you protecting him from? Oh,
3: they weren't even in ring gear. They and, yeah, close.
2: they they were in suits. Uh, <laughs> they said they didn't want to ruffle their suits, which is why they wouldn't have a match with him now. But uh, you don't need to protect Tommaso Ciampa, Braun Ever. Breaker, Tony Tony Giangilo is handling that. Like the <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa is up on all of his accounts. He's yeah. got he's everything paid off. He's good. He's good through at least November. So he
3: is, and I don't think anyone's had to protect. Champa from anything anything ever, ever in his life except for no. his neck
2: That's yeah it. yeah uh but uh so so they they make a match for for next week later in the show they make the match for Tommaso Champa and braun Breaker versus um the Grizzly young veterans I wonder if Champa and Breaker will ever be able How to coexist. coexist. I was I was sure that at least one of the major tag teams last night that consisted of two singles enemies thrown together and a tag team match, I was sure at least one of them would no. be able to coexist, but I was wrong again, Kate.
3: We had three of them in the last hour of Raw, three of them, and no clean finishes in any of them. But this is developmental for Ross, so it makes sense. Makes
2: sense, makes sense. Even my
3: bangs are out of sorts about this, Alex.
2: <laughs>
3: my bangs, so we... which before my mom were the most over thing on fightful, and now they're all bent out of shape.
2: Um, Ivy, <laughs> Ivy Nile. Uh, yeah. We I'm... can
3: talk about something
2: I like. Yeah, good. Let's talk about something. You, you, you handle this. Ivy I... Nile is great. Ivy Nile walks in, and the first thing I'm going to say is she does this. I've never seen this before. It's awesome. She like does like a a, a push up, like a triceps dip, really slow, which is really hard to do because because you you gotta you, it's it's like planking with your arms, and it's it was it was it was really cool. And I was like, oh, she's a badass. I like her a lot. Yeah. Um. And uh. And then she she I liked her. I liked the shit she did in the match. And then she won with a friggin' Lex Luger torture rack. And I am all in on Ivy Nile. Mal- uh, Ma- Malcolm Bivens can pick them.
3: uh Yeah. I I liked something on the show from front to back. So we go. get to talk about it. I really like Ivy Nile. Her versus Legit Layla is now like a dream match that can't happen while they're at the respective promotions they're at. But, man, that would be cool. What a what a little badass. And then, so like you're, you said, we get... Two Luger finishes on the show. Um, Malcolm Vivens gives a promo where he reminds everybody uh that his faction is extremely successful, actually. And mm-hmm. I was like, what a great manager! reminding <laughs> us that Ivy Nile is a badass. The tag team that he has is just dominating the tag team division, and that he has a champion with him. Like, what a fantastic promo by Malcolm Vivens, and like a nice reminder that because there's been so much start and stop with Malcolm Bivens in general. And because diamond mind has gone through turmoil as a unit for him to just take a second and remind everyone that literally everybody he picked is winning all the time was such a great call. And he did it. It was real short and real effective and exactly what a manager should be doing. And Malcolm Bivens continues to be a national treasure. And if you didn't see on social media, him wishing Zaylee. Oh, I think we talked about it last week. But he was like, "Congrats to her on the main roster." She. Uh, she told me she's going out to get some milk and just never came back. So, congrats to her. Amazing. He's yeah. so valuable to this brand, and he made sense. Yep. Even in this new context, you go, Malcolm Bivens.
2: Yeah. Um. <laughs> so. Um. <laughs> man. It's so funny because Malcolm Bivens is a great manager. Um and it it shouldn't feel like wow. Wh- that was great. When you no. just see a manager putting over his client on the mic.
3: It's like um, what happens when you get a clean win now on the main yeah, roster. Yeah.
2: It's uh, like
1: holy crap.
2: Uh, no. <laughs> it, it's it's, it's so it's so it's so unexpected at this point that it qualifies as reinventing the wheel to have a manager just like, hey, um, here's this person who I manage. They're great. Here's these people I manage. Um, they're undefeated, and this person's a champion. I sure, sure can pick them, can't I? And like, oh, my God, this is amazing. It's like, no, it's just what managers should do. Why, but why I will it-
3: say it is a little bit more outstanding because it's easy to – so, so much has happened that I feel like that actually all could have gotten lost in the shuffle. Yeah. So for him to like, just, just take that second, nothing novel about it, but it, I, I forgot all of those things, mm-hmm. not all of them, but like that collectively his group is incredible.
0: Yes. Like
3: that was really well done because right. like so much has happened in the past few weeks.
2: Yeah. So then Vivens introduces, um. Body Strong, who hasn't really talked since, like, he used to cut promos, he used to be part of promos. He used to, he's not bad at talking, but Bivens talks for him. He's about to talk, and then ekman Giro uh shows up. ekman Giro uh doesn't win a lot of matches, but he thinks he wants he's gonna get a cruiserweight title shot. And Julius Creed is like, No, 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 you, you, you want to, you want to get with my boy, you, you got to go through me first. And then Julius Creed decides he's going to be Arn Anderson Jr. And he he lifts up his shirt and says, I'm always strapped. And and as <laughs> as as one of our uh, co-hosts, and forgive me, I forget which one it was, on Twitter said, uh, I think it was Phil, says, uh, when somebody lifts up their shirt and says, I'm always strapped, uh, a singlet is not what you expect to find under there. <laughs> Um, and I guess I maybe he meant, "Hey, singlets have straps, so I'm always wearing a singlet because I'm always ready to fight." Um, but yeah, it was a very, very odd thing to say. But it was, it was he was wearing a singlet, so he's like, "Let's fight!" And Nick Mancino punches him. And what I loved about it is that the punch knocked him down, a much bigger guy. Yes. But he immediately popped back up, and he was like, "That was a mistake that you made."
3: Yeah. And I thought
2: that that was a cool way of doing both things. Like he didn't no sell the punch. But he also was like, now I'm going to have to kick your ass. And yes. guess what? He did. Like, you get Julius Creed in there, having his first singles match, and and Igman Jero gets in some offense. But he's a big, and he's smart, and he uses, like, all kinds of cool, like, wrestling takedowns and stuff. And he finishes with, with one of my favorite finishing moves in all of NXT 2.0 the unnecessary clothesline. I love it. I think it's really cool. You already beat the dude. Hit him one more time for for good messer. Like one and a pinch to grow an inch on your mom's birthday. And that's what you got to (laughs) do. Boom. That was great. I loved it.
3: Yeah, this was, this was really solid. Uh, To your point, Miro is also great at that. Of... uh, appropriately selling moves but then just rebounding like you're gonna pay for that that's a really important piece of storytelling when you're someone who's built like a monster but you have to obviously make it seem like you're impacted by something right so uh you have to figure out a way to to make that marriage work this was a really great example of that to your point solid enough match i don't know why at this point jira would ever be near any title picture because he just has fashion and he's loses. over with the
2: crowd, but you gotta book him to win some matches. Like the, the the crowd the crowd the crowd likes him they're chanting for him they, they really like watching him he's a fun dude he wrestles oh, with yeah. a jacket and he punches people in the face with his jacket like it's <laughs> it's fun but there are any number of people that he could beat along the way to becoming a serious contender for some mat from some championship until and- then
3: in their defense, he might not need to for a while. Like they might not have him near a title picture for sure. A bit, so that's fine. But also wins and losses don't matter anymore. So yeah, maybe he will.
2: When wins and losses don't matter, remember? It's all likes and clicks. It's all or li- likes, likes, and swipes. Likes and swipes. Uh, the nacho man Normy Summers says, Happy birthday, Kate's mom. Nickelodeon ecstasy trip equals poopy. BTE open and 2.0 with the BTE title equal juicy. Quit making me laugh. I'm trying to eat some gabagool over here. Forget about it. Um, stay cool, gabagool. Um,
3: Is it cool, gabagool, gabagool stay cool? Or... No, no,
2: no. Cool. Keep cool, gabagool.
3: Keep cool, gabagool. That's Keep cool, gabagool. Oh, yeah, gabagool. like wild crocodile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Sean, I want 20% of all of the Super Chats that <laughs> my mom is getting. I'm just throwing that out there. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Tim McFall says, I've never Super Chatted before. Why, thank you for us being your first. But here's some money for having to watch this S-word for Kate's mom's birthday. Because the Dong Lord asked for it. But mostly because Kalex are the lucha bros of wrestling YouTube. So beautiful. <laughs> um. beautiful. So anyway, uh, yeah, they, they, he, they, they beat up, um, Jiro G- at the end.
3: Thank you for the um, super chat, by the way. That's
2: was a good yeah. one. Yeah, that was a very nice, <laughs> very nice super chat. Um, and, uh, then Kushida comes in and, and to, to save, um, Jiro, And I'm sure we'll get a Creed Bros versus Kushida and Jiro match, um, Kushida doesn't have a place here anymore. He doesn't have a place here anymore. Like Kushida's a guy who just like you can just you can go. We're not going to do. We're not,
3: Do you think they're going to go. make him a tag team with Jiro? That's where I thought this might go. Because Jiro, well, th- no, they'll close. definitely
2: have a tag match, but I don't know if they're going to make them a tag team. That could be fun, I suppose. Uh, it, like have him co- go back to his Marty McFly gimmick. And it'd be Marty McFly coexist. and the guy.
3: I think it would be fun.
2: Well, well, Vince definitely thinks they can coexist because they're both from the same foreign country. And there therefore, therefore, they can coexist. That's all that matters. Um, yeah. The pro- the problem was the problem was with Mansoor and, and Ali is that Mansoor's from Saudi Arabia. And although uh Musaf Ali has a name that sounds Saudi Arabian-ish, he's not actually from there. And right. that was the problem.
3: They can't coexist. That was
2: that was the that was why they can't coexist.
3: Of the, one of the better told stories, though, I will say, I feel like. Yeah. Which doesn't mean much right now. It doesn't mean much.
2: Ah, <sighs> <sighs> so uh, Raquel Gonzalez is backstage. Uh, and she says that it's uh she wants the challenge for hell and havoc but it's going to be a spin the wheel make the deal match
3: this is my which, favorite
2: they ha- part of which they which they had uh, all going back a long ways but the one the, uh, the only one i remember is the one where it was a shoot like they did spin the wheel make the deal and honestly they didn't rig the wheel it was just like whatever the wheel landed on And it landed on Coal Miner's Glove Match. (laughs) Nobody knew what the hell a Coal Miner's Glove Match was. Least of all the people in the match. And it was hilarious. It was just a big heavy glove. And whoever got it got to punch somebody with it. And that was it. (laughs) It was just like the war. There were some really cool like Buried Alive match. And really cool things. Like if you're going to maybe make all the things on the wheel equally cool. Or wait, the wheel, so the one that you really want to do is the one. But nobody, nobody knew what the fuck Matters love match was.
3: That's the fa- gimmick pay-per-views. That's done right. Like n- nobody knows what this even means. But now it's a device in the match. <laughs> Beautiful.
2: <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um. Okay. Well, I, I. 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 I miss. I missed some. Some super chats. I'm gonna go back to talking about talking about Chompa and Breaker. Um, uh, Brendan Towngate says Bron Breakker should have should have random percentages on his (laughs) t-shirts. That's true. Um, and 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 another another one that would be really good. Um, uh, uh, Sean Blandford says that Bron's got to bleach his beard and then never mention it at all. Uh, Happy birthday, Kate's mom from Sean Blandford.
3: Thank you, Sean.
2: Um, And uh, Ian the Weird says, if Chop is Sicilian, can he be the muscle that Tony brings in when someone owes a debt? Uh, and I'm like, eh, like I, I, think we, I think we figured out tonight that, that Tony does his own debt collecting. Like he doesn't need anybody else.
3: Um, so. so I would <laughs> like for it to be Sophia from the Golden Girls if it's going <laughs> to be anybody. Picture this. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I broke it. Ah.
2: I, I don't know why I love that so much because you know she is very Sicilian, but uh, but I just yeah. love the idea that she that she that the 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 ghost of Estelle Getty is gonna be is gonna be t- Tony D'Angelo's muscle, yeah, like, of uh, she is. yeah, just like
3: you know, she hey, was the sass that held that whole house you, together.
2: You messed up now, Estelle. Could you come down here and kick his ass? Uh, that would be cool, right?
3: you <laughs> in the trunk, and we all go get cheesecake. on and I, oh god, <laughs> Sicily
2: 1943. Um, uh, yeah, um, and then the line drive says the only time Ciampa wasn't up on his protection money was when he was representing Muhammad Hassan in his short lived law career. Undertaker premium protection money is costly. Just ask the New Day. Yeah, it's true. The New, the new Day found out the hard way. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay. Um, the, uh, Raquel calls herself the Queen of the Mountain. Uh, so this Queen's Crown... And they, they put that well, I guess we'll talk about it over when they talk about that when they do that match. Good lord. Um but yeah, they, they ran a they, they, a super chat about this. They ran a commercial. Um they showed a raw ad during the show to talk that that there was they're talking up the King of the Ring and the in the Queen's Crown thing. And as I mentioned, whenever they run this ad for the King of the Ring Tournament and the Queen's Crown Tournament, they show Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Sasha Banks, and Charlotte Flair. None of those people are in the tournament.
3: Well, they would show the people that are in the tournament, but they weren't on yeah. screen long enough to get any real clips. Yeah,
2: so. yeah that's true. Um, Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> so... So, um, so now we get, uh, gee, uh, we, we get the, um, um, what's the next thing that I missed something I want to, I, I want to make sure I, miss I don't want to have to go back. Oh no. Here's, here's what we get. We get this, this friggin' thing. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> poor Kylo Riley. Poor Kylo Riley. Poor Kylo Riley. Oh, it's
3: okay. His contract's expiring soon. Is it? I
2: I I hope so.
3: In a few months, yeah. Oh
2: God, poor Kylo Riley. Can he, He's gonna like, go.
3: He's gonna AEW. Go go he's gonna
2: go reform Red Dragon. It'll be fun.
3: They're gonna but do a whole thing. There'll be it'll be good. Be, but geez. Animal's now remember how weird.
2: I said. Remember how I said you there's all these guys from the previous era of NXT that you could use to put over people. Can you not do that with (laughs) Kyle O'Reilly and Von Wagner? Is that not a thing we could do, please? Dude, this was bad. (sighs) Oh. Um. Well.
3: My heart does not feel heal as fast as Kyle O'Reilly's when my trust has been broken. Von it takes more than a dude to come by and say, Hey, you should just be my friend.
2: Von Wagner <laughs> uh, is able to get Kyle O'Reilly <laughs> to um to 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 trust again. Um the uh, uh, like, why? Why did you call up Ridge and not Pete? Like, I don't want—I don't want Pete to be stuck down here doing this stuff. Like, uh, this match was the longest match on the night, I think, by far. It felt like it felt like it went forever. There was a commercial in the middle of it. Like, it was just, ooh, jeez. But Von Wagner uh, beats up people and. I don't know, man. At one point, he's like, do it, Kyle. Do it. Kick his ass. And Kyle's like, okay, I'm going to do it because you told me to, Von Wagner. You're my friend. And he runs on, jumps off the apron and, and and knees Pete Dunne in the face, which allows Von Wagner to do his, I don't know, whatever the hell his finisher is to, to Ridge Holland. Vaya con Dios, Ridge Holland. Thanks, thanks for stopping by. We'll see you on, on SmackDown in a couple of weeks. I don't know. Like Von Von Wagner just seems like the most generic thing. Like, yeah. like it was like if you if he's just a generic builder wrestler. Like are you, like okay, well I'm gonna use a uh, uh, hair preset number seventeen, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna turn the sliders way up on brow size, <laughs> and I'm not gonna change anything else about him, and I'm gonna give him a uh, generic move set number four. And I'm just going to throw them out there in developmental because I don't want to take all the time to to, develop. to, create, to really create them. I'm just going to put them in de- developmental. And then we'll start out the first match like, oh, wow, I know the, the controls and this is on step super easy. So I'm winning now. Like, that's what it feels like.
3: Remember earlier, like two hours ago, when you said <laughs> some storytelling is better than no storytelling? It would be yeah, this, this, is,
2: this doesn't count. This, this isn't storytelling. Oh, I
3: was going to say, it's not. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, this was, and I always try to like offer alternatives when I'm being hypercritical, and I don't know what to even say here. Maybe Kyle O'Reilly should just take Adam Cole's gimmick and just be like, Kyle O'Reilly, baby. You go out <laughs> That's my uh. alternative suggestion.
2: Like, if they did, like, fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel, but it was fake Adam Cole, and it's just Kyle O'Reilly playing Adam Cole with a wig. And, and <laughs> <laughs> Cool <laughs> Kyle, baby! Oh, man. Uh, Aaron World Order says Von Wagner should be named Count Von Wagner.
3: I would like that better. It would be a more fleshed-out gimmick.
2: Maybe eventually they'll explain why Von Wagner, like, picks Kyle, cool Kyle to be his, his, his buddy. I, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense to me right now, but maybe, maybe they'll try and make it make sense. Or maybe we'll just like, you know, finish out the story.
3: Give it, but give us odd couple vignettes instead of Chase University. Yes. I would take that. Yeah, Like Von Wagner's the hyper, like, OCD clean one. And then <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly's a sloth.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy.
3: I <laughs> know we don't read super chats on air that are, or chats on air that aren't super chats, but yes. somebody in the chat just said, no, Kate, no.
1: <laughs>
3: so I have a cool suggestion. Fair enough. Uh, All right. I see your counterpoint. I get it.
2: Um. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that was this was again the long one of the longest segments of the entire night we got we got nothing we got we got nothing uh no nobody super chatted anything about it cuz nobody cares um well, there's, just,
3: there's no meat on the bone here like the match no. was perfectly serviceable but like just, it's fine none of this mattered it's, it's fine
2: no, it's a yeah. it's a as i as, as i said as i used to say all the time on, on the post-shows I would do with, with with Sean when I was doing the post-shows for Raw and SmackDown I would do. There's nothing wrong with this match. It's a perfectly cromulent wrestling match. Nothing wrong with it. It's perfectly cromulent. And I swear to God, I don't think he ever knew what I was saying. What, what word I was talking about. When I was doing the, the Simpsons match. it's a perfectly cromulent wrestling match. Um, and he would be like, yeah, no. And he would never pop at it. Didn't recognize it at all. But I thought that was really funny. Uh, it's a perfectly cromulent wrestling match. And that's it. There's nothing else about it. There's not like whatever, it's fine. I guess it it it, it advances this Von Wigner and uh and uh Kyle, Kyle Rally story to what end? Like they beat up they beat Pete Dunn and Ridge Holland. Who are the guys who tormented Kyle? Kyle Kyle one. Now what? Like is it next week where we find out that Von Wagner is going to turn on him, and they have a match at Halloween Havoc, and and then Von Wagner wins and that's it. Like like I, I honestly like.
3: No, I think this has to go longer because if the whole thing was that he was trying to repair Kyle's trust, the betrayal has to be bigger, right?
2: Well, you would think, <laughs> but no. Like last night. <laughs> oh,
3: but no. But
2: the last last night, last night Mustafa Ali got pinned by Cedric Alexander's third finishing move, not his even secondary, his tertiary finishing move, and blamed Mansoor. And they they he, they broke up because Mansoor needs to beat somebody at Sands
3: of Time, <laughs> and
2: for no other reason. So yeah, like they can break up, they break up teams because they wanna. That's it.
3: I because feel like we need a couple more tag matches that include a DQ and several rematches first. If we're really being <laughs> developmental for Raw,
2: I, they 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 want to they want to push this Von Wagner. They want to push do. him. Yeah, uh, uh, <sighs> <sighs> um. So let me see. I'm gonna You're miss so anything. Sour today. Uh, so, so, so. They earned it. Uh, yeah, it is true. Um, Andre. Okay, the Andre Chase stuff, like. <laughs> He, he's, he's, I, I may, maybe, maybe it's the fact that he's teaching in an, in an actual university. If he was, if he was doing the, 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 um, if he was doing the Toothless Timmy gimmick where he was teaching a wrestling class in a wrestling ring. Okay. What if, if they, they, they said it was coach Chase's film study. Because that's what he's doing. He's showing film of Odyssey Jones matches. He's 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 he he he's decided he doesn't like Odyssey Jones. So he's going to pick on Odyssey Jones and all the things Odyssey Jones does wrong. That's it. Why is he doing it in a, in a, in a classroom at a university? Couldn't he just be I would much better him be a wrestling coach and teaching like here's film. This is Odyssey Jones made a mistake. He should have put the 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 foot on the rope so the ref could see it, which is actually good advice. Now, he did cheat and, and cost Odyssey Jones the match, and that's the that's the point that the student points out, but the student could point that out in a wrestling school film study class, as opposed to, you've all paid thousands of dollars in tuition to come to this university that I made up. Like, none of that makes any sense. I don't know why we're doing that instead.
3: Um. So my actual answer is they probably don't want it to feel too much like the like the shoot PC, especially right now when there's so much unrest. Or mm. maybe he's just a really big fan of that Justin Long movie that had Lewis Black in it. What's the name of that movie? Where they start their own university? I
2: don't remember.
3: Oh, what's the name of it? Somebody in the chat tell us. It was Justin Long. They made up a university. Crap. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: That wasn't PCU, was it? No.
3: No.
2: I don't oh, know what no. the hell it was. Who cares?
3: <sighs> anyway, it. Thank so, you, so, people, in the chat. The name of the movie ex- is Accepted.
2: Accepted. <laughs> accepted. Yes. But I don't uh, but then again, it. A- accepted is uh, is another form of the word acceptance, which we figured out is a heel thing. That is so a bad thing, yeah. That's a bad thing. If you are accepted into things, you're bad. Um. Uh, so yeah, so Chase snaps on this guy, Brandon, who's whatever, like go, go down the hall and join Steve in the dumbass class, which I guess is kind of funny, but like, whatever the hell this is like, Jesus. It, it, I guess like, you know how much you hate, um, uh, <laughs> you know how much you hate Joe Gacy calling the ring a safe space? Yes, That's how That's how much I hate that Andre Chase has his own university.
1: <laughs> that's
3: fair.
2: That ostensibly students have like filled out FAFSAs to try and get into. <clears throat> like they, 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 they wanted to go to Harvard, but they couldn't get in. So their secondary school was Andre Chase University. Like I, it, it,
3: well, it, it boggles not, my mind. I'm also not convinced that just because they're in a classroom setting that it's not a wrestling university or something. You know what I mean? Like, I think of it.
2: I suppose I guess I, I guess they're he's wearing he's wearing an old-timey college sweater that says chase you. Maybe uh, that's what that's what kind he's of he's
3: gonna chase you around for yeah. your tuition. I think the reason I'm giving this a little bit lighter of a curve is because it at least it's like at least building a feud with someone in a in a mm-hmm. in a wrestling context like he he's yeah. building a feud here with Odyssey Jones. So, like, yeah. I'm at least giving it the credit for that, that, like, we're getting multiple vignettes that have to do with something that's headed toward a match that's creating a feud without several thousand rematches like we see on programming all over the place. So I'm at least giving it that. Yeah. We've just started a conversation about the movie accepted in our chat because nobody cares about NXT.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> At some point during this night, I don't know when, because it's not in my notes, um, which I get from some other, some other website. But, like, it's I don't know when it happened. But, um, oh, God. Lash Legend has another lashing out. And if you remember from last week, she I told her she was able to have she was allowed to have one more show because Tony D'Angelo was gonna be on her show. And I love Tony D'Angelo. And then she has the show, and this thing's all happening. She makes a squid game joke, which is really frigging stupid. And 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 I'm like, where's Tony D'Angelo? Is he gonna be on the show? Because there's not an extra chair for him to sit in, and I'm getting really concerned. <laughs> and and then uh, she talks to her producer, Mark, who's, who's off, off, off off stage. We don't see him. And uh, she says, that guy, Tony D'Angelo, want to be on my show. What happened? Like, well, I, I told him we had a scheduling conflict, and you, you couldn't do it, it had to be some other time. He's like, aha, well, you can't I, You want to be on my show, Tony D'Angelo? I got three words for you. And it would have been so much funnier if she said, I got two words for you. But she didn't say it. Um, Forget about it. <laughs> Would have been funny if she said two words. She said three words, and that's actually the number of words that are in forget about it. Anyway, is it forget it was,
3: about it one word,
2: forget about it is one word, yeah. which is but like one, like forget about it is three words, forget about, forget about it, it is it one is word. One. So, two words is not an either <laughs> things. So, therefore, and it's if funnier. she did
3: this, yeah. She, <laughs> You have to do the suck it move, yeah. but you have to say, forget about it. Got cool. Forget
2: about it. Um, uh, and I'm like, Last Legend, you are dead to me. You, 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 you insulted my best friend, Tony D'Angelo. You wouldn't have him on your show. My best friend. And I was so angry that I thought they were gonna not have him in a segment at all this week, and I was gonna have somebody whacked. And I'm very happy to say you know, my best
3: friend. Tony I should be insulted as your co-host who you've actually met, but I'm not. I can't be. How Tony
2: D'Angelo is my best friend in the whole best world.
3: Friend. Bitch. Yes, um.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna do a single white female on him. I totally am. I'm just gonna show up and I'm gonna like, I I'm you, Tony. Um, so so anyway, um I'm going I'm here to take your place. Um so anyway, uh <laughs> um anyway. Tony has a segment and I didn't have to have anybody whacked. Uh and he's uh so natural at this. And I I just can't believe how how he just she just does it so easy. That's what I love about it. It's just he just so Effortless with with this character, um, well, and easy, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, maybe a we'll little, but because oh, really? uh, he says um, so hey, the streets are talking about my, my last week's my, my successful debut last week. I want to give props to my my opponent, uh, Maluk, uh, Malik, man, Malik, man, Malcolm, whatever his name is. I don't know his name, uh, but I remember I was just outside the lashing out the lashing out show, and some producer. Some frigging guy. he comes out, he says, "We got a scheduling conflict. Eey, forget about it. I do things on my own time. Uh, <laughs> hey, Bruce, I, well, he's a nice guy. and he and he walks away and there's the trunk is like the car he was leaning on the whole time. he was he was he was doing the promo in front of the car. And about five seconds into the promo, I was like, please tell me the producer's in the trunk. Please tell me the producer's in the trunk. And the producer was in the trunk. And I was so happy about it. Kate, so, I was so happy.
3: And he kind of just really put him over as a nice guy a couple times, too. He yeah. was like, nice guy, nice guy, that yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, am, I went from ironically loving Tony D'Angelo to every week a little more. I'm just... Oh. Falling in love with
2: oh that. my goodness. He he Carlo says, Hey, there may or may not be a body in this trunk. If there is, I didn't put it there. I don't know nothing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Charlie Davis says NXT 2.0 is like when Marty wakes up in the alternate 1985 in Back to the Future 2. It's all a nightmare that only looks slightly familiar, except for Tony. Tony is the Tony's the good thing. Tony is Tony's my constant. Um Thank uh, you, uh, and <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts says uh there needs to be a, a keep a cool uh keep cool Gabagool shirt. There does. There does. Oh Sean, do that Sean. and then cut cut us in because we we made it happen. Yeah! Keep you could design
3: there. it right now and we'll be yeah, off. Just, just do point. it. Just do
2: it. <laughs> we'll all be wearing it. Everybody will we wear one. Uh Brennan Towngate says, I want to see Tony D'Angelo wear a locket with a picture of Sophia from Golden Girls in it. <laughs> And, and he says that uh,
3: welcome
2: and he, and he opens it up and he says uh my grandmother her memory gives me strength Gabigol. um <laughs> uh i i love it i i think that he should like th- the whole thing about him being this mob guy is obviously an act and i wanted to like i want the facade to crumble at some point um i think it'd be kind of funny if like he was doing this thing and then oh my god that's not who I am at all but the but the the holes the cracks in the facade show where he where he says that this is my grandmother. That's not that's not your grandmother. That's that's Estelle Getty. What do you? <laughs> that's not that's not a picture of your grandmother. That's Estelle Getty from Golden Girls. And what are you talking about? That's my grandmother. Hey, she practically raised me.
3: Uh, <laughs> I want him to show no cracks in his facade and to take the title from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, the Nacho Man Normie Summers.
3: Acknowledge me.
2: The Nacho, the Nacho Man. Hey, acknowledge me, you fog of Yeah, yeah.
1: Hey,
2: I got your head at the table right here.
3: Um, my bloodline runs deeper than yours. Hey, you want to
2: see some blood in your bloodline? You watch out. Um, the the macho man the nacho man normie summers says uh I want a spelling be <laughs> at age seven. It's F-U-G-G-E-D-A-B-O-U-T-I-T. you jabronis gabagool. Um yeah that's absolutely how you spell it. Um I I I really think that they they've got something here. I was I was really worried about it. The fact that he wasn't on the show uh until he was. Um, I thought they did a thing where they were like, "Oh, yeah, we didn't want you to be over. We were trying to kind of bury oh. you with this with this gimmick, and you made it work. And now we got to cool you off because the crowd likes you. We want them to not like you. We want them to laugh at you, and they're they really really enjoy really you. Like you. Yeah. So we're gonna have to figure out a way to make them not like you because we want them to not like you. Like that's just the like." Because uh, they would, they would absolutely do something like that. If the plan was always, we want you to be a laughing stock character, everyone kind of hates. But all of a sudden, the crowd loves him. They would totally be like, "Well, we got to cut bait on this thing. We're not going to right the ship and go this way because that's the way the crowd is pushing no, us."
3: But and Shauna said this about about main roster talents, and he's right. Once you show Vince you're funny, you're never anything else again. That's true. so. If it catches like look at the viking raiders they're yeah. a laughing stock now look at yeah. riddle he's only ever going to be funny again yeah. so they know he's funny now so he will be funny till forever and it'll run its course and they'll they'll drive it into the ground until it's glue yeah now uh, uh
2: maxi s says <laughs> roman <laughs> has nothing roman roman you got nothing on my family jewels uh, hey Gabagool. um
3: <laughs> we're saving you characters on your super chats by just adding the in our ourselves. Oh yeah, so, no, yeah, okay. yeah just go, we're yeah, saving you ahead. money out there. Uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, we had a Gryson Waller versus Duke Hudson professional poker player match. I uh, like he he mentioned like um like when he lost to Carmelo Hayes, he cut a cool promo after. He was like, "Did I take him too lightly?" Yeah. Uh, was I out until 6 a.m. The night before the match Playing playing high stakes poker yeah, yeah I was Because I didn't take him seriously enough But I know Carmelo Hayes could never beat me at my best Also I won $17,000 in, <laughs> in that poker game So I think I'm up ahead Next time I come up against Carmelo Hayes I'm going to kick his ass And it, he completely saved Losing that match in this very natural thing And Vince saw that promo And said boom it's not a throwaway line now you are a poker player and it's just like can't this the other day and
3: vince has now confused that thing that they talk about of it's yourself turned up to 10 he's now confused that with you're now a poker player tony storm is now obsessed with the 80s He's confused the like turn yourself up part with
2: no, yeah take turn your one turn piece your, of your
3: gimmick up to turn, ten
2: turn yourself up to ten no here's your wacky gimmick turn that yeah, up to ten
3: up to ten yeah he's confused those two and it's it's never going back <laughs> the saddest most astute observation I've made uh, on the show I think <laughs>
2: yeah <it's>, yes. <laughs> Oh, no. So Gr- Grayson Waller gets a pre-recorded message and like people always ask me about my ring gear. Me, I do that. I I always ask about your ring gear. Says I was a uh, I was a former Golden Ghost boxing champion in Australia. I don't know if that's true. But it, it explains the gear, which it is does. good. He says Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, they all know me. Do they really? Like I don't I don't know that they do. But good President on you for-
3: might have cuz he was in WWE for a minute. Possibly.
1: <laughs>
2: But I think before Grice and Waller. Um, uh, So he says, uh, I'm a natural predator. And even though Hudson is a poker champion, I'm all in tonight. Uh, And um, Waller does the best in the match, I guess. Uh, And Hudson takes a lot of the offense. Um, And there's a weird thing. Like Waller rolls Hudson for a two count. uh, uh, But Duke Hudson gets up. And I guess he like moves the rope by kicking it so Grayson can't do a, a springboard thing with it. It was a very odd thing, but Grayson Waller just fell down. like he tried to like bounce Ooh, like do yeah. like a thing. I know he tried to do like a but, yeah. thing off the middle rope, but but Hudson kicked it as he tried to bounce off of it, and he just fell on his back, and then Hudson rolled him up with a handful of tights.
3: Yeah, so I feel like something went wrong like, there. I don't think that was a planned spot. That was weird.
2: I, I mean, I f- that felt very much like what the intentional finish was. And I hate it. Because they've gotten to a thing where they're like, oh, well, people are like, why does everybody always have to win the match with a finisher? Well, how about this? How about they win the match with nothing? Like like Dewdrop beating Natalia last night, where she won a match with nothing. How about Duke Hudson won tonight? Was I winning a match with nothing? Like he didn't do anything, and and that's not great. Like ha, him, like there's no reason why Duke Hudson couldn't have done the thing that knocked him on his on his back and disoriented him, then picked him up and done his finisher, and then got the win. Like I, I guess I guess you got to be protecting Grayson Waller by having no, him get rolled up.
3: Doing. This is like them cutting the. The ropes on Finn.
2: Well, I mean, this that's that's thing. that that is that is taking the we're gonna protect this guy with our terrible booking and turning that up, up to, to 10. 11.
3: Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Okay,
2: uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. It's, it's just Spinal just so Tap. Bad. That's
3: actually the perfect movie analogy for what's going <laughs> on on Raw. Is Spinal Tap.
2: Uh, JW Pringle says regarding this match, uh, remember when WWE Pro Wrestling had clean finishes? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Yeah, um, the line drive says that uh, I've taken to calling Van Wagner plank because he's so wooden. I guess that makes kor Jimmy from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Um, yeah, um, the uh, Brendan Towngate, um, uh, mentioning, um, because we, we were talking about the Queen's Crown tournament and how they had eight minutes and seven seconds of wrestling over four matches in the, in the first round, oh which is just on, uh, 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 irredeemable. Uh, but he says, um, the women's triple threat on the most recent episode of ROH was one longer than all the first round matches, of the Queens round tournament combined. And two very enjoyable. Also, we are very entertaining. So thank, thank you. you very much. Brandon Towngate. Um, Uh, so the nerd guru says something, um, that, yeah, it's, it's, he says the last crop of NXT women's champs is not great. Rhea lost to Charlotte for no reason. EO reigned with no fans. Raquel is stale and next is Mandy sigh. Well, here's the deal. Uh, Rhea was great. She was fantastic. They booked her like crap. (laughs) They booked her to lose to Charlotte for no reason. That is true. She was great. She was riding high. It was amazing. I somehow believe they would have had her beat Charlotte if the match had been done in in the Tampa Stadium in front of all the fans. If if the match had been done and there was no COVID, I still think they would have had Rhea win because it would have been a big crowning thing in front of a lot of fans. EO Reign with no fans. You can't do anything about that. She was great as the champion, whatever. Raquel is stale. Your mileage may vary. I don't think they've done enough with her recently, but her early run was great. great. Like she was just smashing people. Like her beating her being a uh, EO in that rematch was amazing. Like th- there's some some good stuff. And yes, next is Mandy. And yes, sigh. But uh, that's that's the next that's the thing we're we're looking for here. Uh, I feel like there there were a lot of women I think that that thought they were going to be next in line. And. They're not in next in line anymore. You want um, to know what
3: breaks my heart? What's that? Nikki A.S.H. wasn't even mentioned as far as champions.
2: Well, I think they were talking about NXT. Just
3: NXT. Well, yeah. NXT champions, that, but yes. In that case, yeah. Like, Rhea was great. And, um, you know, so much of, to me, of of what happened with her was like, the inevitable handwriting of the on the wall that she was a going to get called up and be like, like I even just her, her match. I was just thinking about like her and Marce- Mercedes Martinez in a steel cage. Like that was right. awesome. Like Rhea was, was fantastic. So
2: R- Rhea had an amazing run after no longer being champion.
3: But yeah, she that had that match with Dakota Kai
2: that was great. She had yes. that match with Raquel when neither of them were, 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 were had the title. That 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 was that uh, false count anywhere match that was yes. just awesome. Like she had an amazing run. They took the title off of her, and then she still stayed in NXT for a long time and was great. It was great in NXT. Yeah. Like it wasn't her fault that they that they did her dirty.
3: And Raquel um, too, they kind of. The way they built her to the title was so good, and then she had a really good first half of her reign, and now it's kind of fallen off. But that's just the transitional time that we're in right now, I think.
2: Did you catch the s- spooky thing? There's going to be a debut, or or maybe a return with a. It's probably a return with a with a re- rejiggered gimmick. Um, the 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 person in coveralls on the black and white thing, dragging a shovel through a foggy forest. Um, talking yeah. in a weird robot voice. Yeah, they're going to come back at, at Halloween Havoc. Um, uh, you know, you don't need to have the person do it if you're going to have them. If you're going to whack out their voice, you could have somebody like be a narrator over it. But, um, uh, but she says, "I'm going to start again," which means English, uh, uh Australian. Or Kiwi, New Zealand, which means I think it's Dakota Kai. Oh. She she didn't get called up. She can't be Dakota Kai anymore. She's got to be something different. Yeah. Um, but it but they 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 changed the like I'm going to start again. And I'm like, okay, so start. start.
3: Yeah, um, I, that could be her.
2: And I'm like, uh, it, it it's definitely a woman, it's definitely a woman's voice. Even if they, they, they tried to whack it out, it's yeah, it's not. I don't know, but it was like, uh, but it, did, it didn't make me feel good about it being like, I don't want to see Dakota Kai as the spooky girl, I don't want to Do see think that. It would a,
3: only be for Halloween Havoc, though,
2: that she's gonna be spooky, yeah,
3: yes. yeah, yeah. I would hope I, I would hope I'm fine with it for just that, for just Halloween Havoc. Halloween <laughs> Havoc, I like, I have a weird special place in my heart. Well, for yeah, like, 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 listen, they, they'll just
2: figure just the way it to make for it to be good. Um. Uh, so, um, the Legado de Fantasma does his promo, uh, Santos' does a promo. It's a shame what happened to Hit Row earlier. Like, which is, which is kind of funny if we didn't have footage of you doing it. Like, if it was Tony DeAnsella going, hey, I heard about what happened to your friends. It's a shame what happened. I mean, listen, if you need anybody to investigate what might have gone down, you you let me know. Because I... I perhaps may have known things that may have happened, but you must ask me, you know, with a little bit of green, capiche? Um, But no, it's not. Santa Francisco saying, hey, it's too bad what happened to your friends. I know I did it. You know I did it, because the camera saw it. It's just a weird thing for him to admit, but whatever. Um, I do have my familia, and you don't, but I, I made them promise to stay in the back for the match. Sure you did. Um... Why Andy is
3: nobody Hart- calling
2: the cops? <laughs> I don't know. It's because nothing. Any, any, anything that happens on the NXT campus is nice and legal.
3: Yeah, it's it sure seems that way.
2: Indy uh, Hartwell and Persia Parada versus Saray and Amari Miller. Somebody tell me why uh, Saray and Amar, Amari Miller are, are a tag team. I thought you were building Saray into something, but no. And th- I miss Zayda Ramir. I don't know if she's hurt. But I thought she had a lot of a lot of potential in that match had with Tony Storm months ago. They teased something with her and Saray getting together. They teased something with her and uh, Tony, uh, not Tony, uh, Zoe Stark getting together before they, whatever. I don't understand. I I liked her a lot. Maybe she's maybe she's hurt. Um, but uh, I do follow her on Twitter, and sh- and she saw something. And she said, "This really made me smile, and I needed that today." And I don't know what that's about; it could be anything, um, but, um, but yeah, she, she's, she's, I thought was super talented. I, I want to see her more on my TV. And Amari Miller, like I think we skipped over this when she had her singles debut. Her entrance is her standing at the top of the ramp, and there are bubbles everywhere, and she's jumping trying to pop the bubbles. Yeah. And I don't feel like that's a thing that's going to get over in any way. But okay. I mean,
3: um, Bailey buddies did. So, who are we to say?
2: Didn't we? Didn't Emma when she was when she was dancing? Emma didn't she have bubbles?
3: I think she did. I think you're right.
2: Remember this? That was the oh, thing they right. did. They they did this, and that was the thing they said. Hey, your new gimmick is this. This is your gimmick. Now turn it up to eleven. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Persia in in Indy. I mean, well, Dexter Loomis is around, so he didn't die during sex because we had no idea what happened to him. Um, but he's, he's there and they leave her, him back backstage. Um, and, uh, Oh, we'll talk about this. So the, the match happens during the match. Beth Phoenix has the nerve to be like, everybody's talking about the Queens crown tournament. Everyone is on social media talking about how we need to let our women show themselves more. But I don't know how you couldn't love what we saw from these women. i like, and then and and we, I know Indy and, and Persia Parada are all thinking about the Queen's Crown tournament. They're not in it. Why are they That's thinking? Like, me
3: because I like, was like, Beth is right. Everyone's talking about it negatively. But yeah, I everyone know. Is talking about it, and I was like, why would Indy Hartwell be thinking about the Queen's Crown tournament? Other than being in disgust that this is how our coworkers it. are getting treated,
2: I don't get it. Um, I don't get it either. Yeah. So anyway, not
1: great.
2: Uh, yeah, not not great, Bob. Not great. Um, uh, in indie, Indy wins with her top with her elbow drop, um, and she gets the pin on Miller, and that's it. Um, and uh, th- th- then <laughs> then um. They they take the mic and they say they want they want a, they want a shot at the NXT Women's Tag Team titles. Why wouldn't they have a shot the NXT Women's Tag Team titles? They've won one match, so obviously they're next in line.
3: That's one less victory than you would need for the main roster tag team titles because there's that's, not a division. So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, this that's makes true. Sense. This um,
2: is but so then Eo and Zoe come out, and EO says to Indy and Persia, I don't like you. I don't like you, and then she turns to Zoe and says, "And I don't like." And Zoe cuts her off. Yeah, we know it's. This is all very cringe. Um, and and then, um, uh, Gigi and JJ come out. Um, and uh, we don't give a damn about anybody, but yeah. You know, well, where have our titles, batch, And um, and there's a huge brawl with all three teams. Uh, and so we're probably getting a triple threat at Halloween Havoc. Um, I guess? Yes, no, I don't know.
3: Probably. um How do you make being a bet spooky? I'm kind of intrigued now. Are they going to be frightening <laughs> levels? No. no, no. Like of, oh of see over her,
2: her over there, she's a sexy vampire, <laughs> and over there she's a sexy Frankenstein, and I'm a sexy batch. Like, is that it?
3: I'm a mouse. Death. Yeah.
2: A triple threat of Halloween havoc was announced, apparently, according oh. to the chat.
3: Okay.
2: Hooray. Soray. Soray! Um, <laughs> not Saray. um so so here we go grison Wola. I, I i talks like hey cora jade how you doing and she's like mm, and walks away and i don't know what her deal is maybe she lost her little tiny skateboard i don't know what her deal was um but but he he walks up to this girl in a blue dress and he's like hey so uh i, I just had him a match i'm gonna I'm shower why don't you get freshened up she looks Perfectly freshened up to me, Grayson. I don't know what you're talking about. And I'll take you out. And then Grimes walks up. How, how'd you do that? I've been trying to get a girl all the time. She's amazing. What, what's going on? It's like, well, well um, uh, it's like, where, where, where do I find the girl? He says, why don't you shave your beard and shave your chest? And then you'll get a girl. And he says, well, after I do all that, where do I find the girl? It's like, have you ever tried dating apps?
1: <laughs>
3: and, and he proceeded to say that there's <laughs> blondes and redheads and women with all different hair colors. How diverse these dating apps are! Yes, see, that here's Mandy a blonde Rose from three months ago, and Mandy Rose from now could conceivably be on these dating apps.
2: Oh. Uh. And this is where he say it's not about it's like but but didn't you just lose a match? It's like it's not about wins and losses, mate. It's about likes and swipes. And and that's just it, man. That's 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 all of NXT 2.0. It's not about wins and losses.
3: Also what is with the plethora of hot women that just hang out backstage at NXT now? Just sitting around waiting to be objectified? What's
2: not for, it's not for you, Kate. It's for a 62-year-old white guy. That's who it's for. S- 62-year-old white guy who doesn't know how to go to porn sites still <laughs> has to watch and see a hot girl in a blue dress and and let his mind wander. He
3: thinks Mandy Rose is Trish <laughs> That's what that is. He doesn't have his glasses on. This is all making sense.
2: Oh, good house. God. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Uh, it was like, so, uh, so here's the thing. Now I need Cameron Grimes to use all of his money that he got from the GameStop stonks to develop an app that is like FarmersOnly.com, but it's just for dudes who talk like Cameron Grimes. <laughs> I don't know what we call it, but it's just <laughs> Cam- CameronSonly.com. And to the moon, to the moon. Like it, it, I don't know. Make make it work. Make it work,
0: Um,
2: man. uh, I know we missed something. Did we miss any? We miss. Oh, uh, there was a, um, there was a, there was a little promo thing that was Seifa Fatu.
1: Oh yeah. Now he's
2: now he's Soa Sikoa. And he says, My wins and losses you won't find. And no one's ever recorded them because they all happened on the streets. <laughs> uh, I was the I was the I was the what did he call himself, the, the warrior of the island or something, or whatever. Um, and yeah, so cool. Safe of Fatu is now solo Sokoa. Let's see what happens when he shows up. I'll bet you anything. He winds up in a tag team with Zion Quinn after they changed his name again because they're both Samoan. And so, therefore,
3: They're they can
2: game. coexist.
3: Yep. Um, again, not to keep shouting out people that aren't oh super chatting my. us, but call oh. it call it to the swoon and only cams. I'm here for those to the
2: swoon and only only cams is awesome. <laughs> only funny. cams is great. <laughs> ah, yeah, I don't care. You didn't That's good. I want that. Um,
3: you can't even get through the registration field unless your name is Cameron. Oh boy. Amazing.
2: Um, okay. So so I'm going to do some more super chest work in the main event. We'll do main event and then I'll do all the friggin' requests. Um, so stick around for that. Follow says, "Man, I wish I cared about this brand enough to watch it live anymore." Um, we got you, boo. We got you. That's true. Shotkid29 says, "I think I'm done with NXT after Halloween Havoc." Why are you waiting that long? Uh, but between AEW, ROH, MLW, uh, New Japan, Stardom, Impact, JCW, etc., etc., I think we'll be fine. That's true. You can be done with NXT, but please, Shot Kid, don't be done with us. Come back every Tuesday and 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 listen to us. Make fun of
1: it.
3: And if it gets better, we'll tell you.
1: Like yes. if
3: there's a point where there's stuff like worth tuning in for, we'll let you know. So. Always keep coming back here. But yeah, we said this last week. If you were into NXT 1, check out <laughs> ROH. Check out MLW seems to be back on track a little bit. That uh Fatu Hammerstone match was fantastic. <laughs> <sighs> <So> sad, <Evan. laughs>
2: you said if it gets better. I almost made it through that with a straight face.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> if it gets better.
3: <laughs> right. I'm trying to keep them coming here.
2: Oh, uh but no! Keep coming, keep coming back for the for the Tony yeah, D'Angelo impressions. Me. That's the only reason. Um, <laughs> J.W. Pringle says uh, WWE makes Pawn Stars look believable, accurate. Aaron Miller says, "Let's go Red Sox." Mm-hmm. Band, but seriously, band from
3: the chat, Joel, please. I <laughs> I miss Luis.
2: the old <laughs> NXT, a show that actually mattered. Thank you for all the hard work. See, he's appreciative of us, even if he likes the wrong teams. <laughs> um, uh, Brent Lockman says uh, NXT is the only thing, uh, only thing I watch, or at least until the show pisses me off. Stop watching, and then wait for the post show as it's better. Hail Kalex. Thank you, Brent.
3: Thank you so much.
2: Um, Brendan Towngate says it feels like NXT 2.0 could be hilarious, amazing TV if it wasn't a wrestling show. Just have these bizarre people interacting in this odd world. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god! I love that idea. <laughs> if NXT was just a reality show yeah. and they all had to live in the same house,
2: yeah, oh nobody would
3: vote D'Angelo out because they'd be like, "I vote yeah. him out. I'm gonna get 69 on the other." <laughs> I said
2: 69, 69, 69. That's what ha- That's what happens on OnlyCams.com. <laughs>
3: Uh, Wow, I was just trying to put something enjoyable into people's lives, I
2: guess. Sure, sure. So, uh, Swerve had his North American uh, Championship match versus Santos Escobar, which was a foregone conclusion. We knew that Escobar was going to win, right? Because there's no way that Swerve could go up to SmackDown and take the North American Championship with him. Um. Listen, uh, you can say all you want about NXT 2.0, but these guys are 1.0 all the way through and through, and they showed it tonight. Um, uh, I first uh, fell in love with both of these gentlemen when they were under Lucha masks in Lucha Underground as King Cuerno and Killshot. And this King Cuerno versus Killshot match, (laughs) um... (laughs) Uh, it was so, 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 so good. Right. Uh, I even we like even got man. to see we even got to see an arrow from the depths of hell, which is what they used to call King Cuerno's suicide dive. Cause I swear to God, that dude flies so fast and so far through the ropes. He used to kill himself going to the third row doing that thing in Lucha Underground, tiny little soundstage where they recorded that thing. I got to see it tonight it was really great. I loved um Swerve attacking from the beginning like getting yes. revenge for what happened to his friends. By the way, where did they ever release them? Are they, are they okay? Like is it is it basically is it uh is it basically uh, are we going to have like a whole uh season of uh, uh Mayor of East Town where Kate Winslet is out looking for these kidnapped wrestlers? Uh we're not we're not we're not sure. But listen. I thought this was great. Um, I, I really enjoyed uh the storytelling within it of, of Escobar fighting to not take the uh the, the finisher. Um, loved that, loved uh, that. Uh, like, like, because he because he knew if he if that happens to him, he's done. Um, uh, and then he does take the finisher at the end, and right before it's done to him, he screams out, No, like, I because he knows he's gonna lose because it's he's it's happening to him. That was great, loved it um i think it was so awesome uh to listen to uh to to to, to watch the thing they brought up because i'd forgotten about this but then i remembered it um the uh taking off the turnbuckle cover not not of the turnbuckle the yes. ring but the thing around the the bar because that's what ruined it for swerve when he was a baby face going after um uh, uh, Santos's cruiserweight title, and they did a call back to that. Yeah. So, this good. is
3: when it's an art form, as this. This is that. Like, uh, and Escobar, too. I just I feel like everybody who's Hispanic who does anything off the top ropes, everyone's like, Shades of Eddie Guerrero, actual yeah. Shades of Eddie Guerrero in this match, all over the place for me. The way he was telling the story, the way he was executing some rope spots in this. I absolutely loved this. This was such a nice thing too and this was a nice final match real match of the night because it it felt um i don't know it just felt like pro wrestling instead of sports not entertainment like the callback was my favorite part of it by far uh i had forgotten about that too until commentary did their job and reminded us um i i loved this and i liked Those things, like screaming no when someone's finisher is coming, feel like everything. Like when Shawn Michaels is the only person to go over a top rope in any sort of battle royal and and try to reach back into the ring because that's his moment. Like he reaches really far in moments like that. Like That type of storytelling is why I fell in love in the first place with pro wrestling. So uh, just a a beautiful love letter to the few that they had. I I loved it. And knowing that Swerve is going to be on the main roster and ruined. Uh, <laughs> this was a really nice like note to kind of go out on, I felt like.
2: Yeah. Um, so, uh, we knew that when Escobar said that he was going to have his boys stay in the back, that was a lie. Uh, survey says that was a lie. And <laughs> uh, they come out to just, like, distract the referee. Um, and I, I... <laughs> Um, they they, uh, they get interrupted, like take pulled off the apron, not by um, Top dollar and Ashanti the Adonis having escaped, but by Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, who who beat them up and they they're evening the odds, says Vic Joseph, even though they really haven't interacted with Swerve all that much, um, and I I knew something was up. This is this is this is fishy. Um, and so that was after that was when he was able to hit the finisher on Santos. And he, I don't think Swerve saw them like he, the way that they staged the match, it did not right. look like he saw them, right? Yeah, um, and and so, uh, that was kind of cool because he was just happy that he won the match, he was really like he was into it, um. And then he gets his hand raised, and there's Carmelo and Trick with the ring with him. And he kind of seems like, why are you guys doing? And they raise his arm, too, and hit him with a clothesline. And then a thing happens that I did not know was a thing. Um, Carmelo Hayes cashed in his contract in a folder that he won by winning the tournament. And, uh, and it's a money in the bank contract. Like it's a thing where you can cash it in at any time and get a match. And I did not know that was a thing. That was not a thing that was ever explained to me. Um, I thought you could like say, Hey, I want a match with you. And then William Regal would book that match and you would have that match. Like at a later date, I did not know it was a thing where, like, here, referee, here's a piece of paper inside this folder. I want, I want to have a title match right this very second. I don't know that was a thing that they, that they, they ever broached as a possibility. There was never like, hey, you better watch out, champ, because after you, if you lose this match, I'm going to cash in on you, which is what they were doing with like Big E and stuff. So it just felt very odd. But anyway, he cashes in, he, he beats. Swerve Swerve fights back valiantly, but he beats Swerve, and now he's the North American champion, and Swerve gets to go up to the main roster, and they get to have a new North American champion without having to put it on an NXT 1.0 guy, because they didn't want to do that. So, there you go.
3: Yeah. Uh... What was they calling his finisher? The at a glance because he kept walking around with that portfolio. Uh, Yeah, he signed it in front of us too, which is just interesting because that just negates every contract signing in history, I guess. Kind of. Um,
2: Yeah. Wouldn't you have to get Swerve's signature on it too? I don't know.
3: I would. I would think so, but I. It, the rules of it were never really explained. I don't understand why the overdog, this cocky guy, would cash in on a lower title than a newly crowned Brown break occur. Um, there's nothing about this that, that worked for me. I felt like, I forget what his henchman's name is.
2: Trick. Trick yeah. Williams.
3: Didn't really like do a ton to serve a role here. Like He didn't take anybody out. Um, which I feel like is why you have someone like that in your corner.
2: Yeah.
3: I, I. This was just after such a great match, such a stupid ending. And why not let them have a real match next week? Why not let them have a real match? On this
2: why? Show? Why? Why not? Why not? Like, I mean, I guess because I mean, yeah, Halloween Havoc happens after the official call up, but. I Thought they might do that the match of Halloween Havoc, but they, they they can't, they could do it next week, they could, but <sighs> yeah, I mean, but that I...
3: would mean defending the North American title more than once since June, so
2: yes, I guess. it's true. Um, uh, Ricardo Elidolo says, not very keen on strapping the North American title to Hayes, but J. Shell Nicole says, I'm just happy to see Carmelo get his shine. I, I, listen. I was a huge fan of Carmelo Hayes. The first time we saw him on NXT, uh, like he fought Kushida, I think. And his second match was against Adam Cole. Um, and he was great in that match too. Like, I was I was, I was, was a great fan in of the his breakout tournament. He was great in the breakout tournament. Everything they've done with him since NXT 2.0 started has sucked, in my opinion. I don't, I don't think that the the Trick Williams adds anything to the act, um, except a dude who I guess can get pinned. In, in, in like, oh, you don't get to have a match with me. You got to have a match with my boy Trick, and then Trick gets pinned. Like, I guess, but like, that's just it's just tropes. I don't like tropes.
3: Yeah, and I don't know if you're that confident. You don't need a hype man guy like to take your yeah. pins. Like, that's not the kind of heel he is. Um, yeah i I mean, he's fantastic in the ring, and I think he's a good. He's a good. Character and the fact that like the things that he says generally make sense. Yeah. This segment did not make sense into this yeah. match. Like this, no. this, this made this did not work. I no. think he'll be a good champion if they let him defend it.
2: If they oh. let him defend it,
3: yeah. I hope.
2: I don't know, and and a guy with his type of move set never usually works in Vince McMahon's wrestling as a heel. Because they won't let him do the fun stuff because then he might get over. People might like to watch him. Yeah. So you're not allowed to do all the fun athletic stuff. I, I could
3: see him working as a face, though. Like, that doesn't actually bother me that much. If, But you can't make him a Vince McMahon face. You have to let him be a him face, which right. is its own issue. So yeah. Um, I, I don't hate him having the title. I hate him. Wow. I hate getting from A to C with this being B. Like, that just made no sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. That's true. Mark Losper, says, uh, who's, who's in Australia, says, I leave to take a bunch of meetings, and I come back, and you are all are still going. Have some more coin to get you closer to the million.
3: Uh, Thank you. That we're going to break cool. it.
2: I swear to God, we're going to break the record. We're going um, to break it. We're going to break it. And now we're going to have a, f- a few... Uh, Okay, a couple things Um, uh, uh, Here we go Um, Wyatt12 says BTE is great, but do either of you Watch Sammy's vlog? Son of Fuego, Fuego 2 uh, Better than Cody Rhodes Uh, I I do not watch Sammy's vlog I don't have enough time to watch anything It's so sad Uh, But I made sure to watch uh, BTE this week because I knew it was going to be a special
3: I haven't watched Sammy's vlog in a couple of weeks, but uh, by the insistence of my Mark Order co-hosts, I watched it this week because uh, they told me that there was a fun shot to Cornette in it. So I love good jabs at Cornette. Yeah. And it's a, it's a it's a fun one. It's a fun watch. <laughs> uh,
2: Brent Lockman uh, says, it's amazing how many things in the Simpsons can be applied to all forms of wrestling. Yes, the Simpsons truly did it. Uh, Simpsons before... did it. Simpsons did it. Um, uh, Zach Barber says, well. Now Kate has to sing the Golden Girls theme. That's just the rules. You you brought up the thing.
3: Look, just because <laughs> you got you people think that I make a reference to something doesn't mean I'm gonna thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. Your heart, heart is, is true. true.
1: You're, You're a, a pal and a, a confidant. <laughs>
3: If you throw a party, invited Tony D'Angelo and nobody else, hey. Gabagool. You serve gabagool at that party.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Sophia would have trays of gabagool at that party.
3: And cheesecake, that was the big Yeah, thing.
2: cheesecake too. Uh uh Joey AM says it's been a minute, so here's some money. Alex the 144 P King. Yes, I'm noticing that my my uh feed has been wonky, but What's great it's about thick,
3: this? It reflects yeah. the quality of the show you watch. It's that's, not even up true. to you. So that's, that's true. That's how that works.
2: It's it's true. Uh, but hopefully the the audio is is clear because that's the only thing that that, that matters. Um,
3: no. Oh my swipes God. and likes matter.
2: That's <laughs> that's true. Um, uh, okay, thick Astley,
3: <laughs>
2: which is a great. It's a fantastic nickname. Uh, I love it. Amazing. Uh, uh, says a big ask from me, but everyone will appreciate it. Uh Steiner Math promo, Gabagool. Listen, I don't I'm not even gonna try and find that right now. I promise you, if you watch uh next week, I will find it. I will make sure I have it and I will do the promo as um as Tony D'Angelo next week. But I'm not gonna try and go find that thing right now. I'm so sorry, but I will do it. I promise you. Your money was not poorly spent. I will do it. I promise. Just I'm just not doing it right now. <laughs> I'm just not gonna find it right now. Um. So here we go. Uh, uh. Let's see here. Um. Uh. So I'm gonna do these in 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 ascending order of of good goodness, I guess. Um. Uh. Um. <clears throat> uh. Oh, here's one without without a specific request. Ian the Weird says, just want to send this in as a longtime fightful viewer and former lover of NXT 1.0 and Alex Walter voice being Tony D'Angelo. Thank you so much. Um thank you. Uh uh, so here we go. Uh, uh Jace Shell Nicole says, Can we get Grice and Walla doing Adam Cole's theme? Man, <laughs> all, all I all I have is an impression for Grice and Walla. Uh is, is just his name. I don't I don't don't know how to say anything. Uh um you know it's uh, all
3: about the boom.
2: You know it's all about the boom. You know it's all about the boom, you know it's all about the boom, mate. You know it's all about the boom. All right, I guess that's <laughs> that's as good as I can go for, for Grayson Waller, but thank you. Um uh okay, uh um, so uh so JW Pringle says, please say this as Mr. Anthony D'Angelo. Hush, little baby, don't say a word and never mind that noise you heard. It's just a beast under your bed, in your closet, in your head. Exit light. And tonight take my hand. We're off to never, never land. Second start of the right straight until morning. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs>
3: It's my favorite part of the show, by the way. I no, don't I'm
0: sure. have to do, sure. do anything.
2: You don't have to do anything. You do anything. Oh, I. Oh, I. I oh no, I deleted something. Uh, I deleted something I shouldn't have had. Oh no, I know where it went. I'm so sorry. Um, deleted something. I should not have deleted it. Where's my? Can I have my undo? Undo? Awesome. Oh, that. I'll do that later. Uh, <laughs> so uh, this is Tony D'Angelo. By 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 request of Sean Blandford, Tony D'Angelo ordering at a Waffle House. Hey, uh, so um, these are some nice pictures in your menu. Um, can I just get like one of everything, and just like drench it in syrup, and uh, like uh um, like two eggs over easy, and then four eggs over hard, and then uh, I don't know, let's say five eggs scrambled. All right, that's good. Yeah, yeah, just syrup everywhere. Listen, if you, if you, when you're going to look at this thing, you're going to say to yourself, there's too much syrup on this. And then I want you to add more syrup. All right, thank you. Uh,
3: <laughs> that just reminded me of Ron Swanson with, I think what you heard was I want a lot of bacon. I want all
2: the bacon, all the bacon you bacon. have. <laughs> uh, gabagool. So, so, Gabagool. Um, so uh, stardom wrestling fanatic R26 says, I wonder what a D'Angelo only can only cams ad would sound like. Oh, so do I, I, I do too. I've never actually heard an only cams ad, but I'm I'm assuming so. I'll just go like this Hey, ladies, you want to see the goods? You know, you want to see the goods. So, subscribe to my OnlyFans, onlyfans.com. Backslash Gabagoo, and you will see all of the goods. And believe me, the goods are great.
3: He didn't say only fans, he said only cams. Oh, well,
2: yeah, so Tony a, D'Angelo
3: a, needs to go to the moon. <laughs> he,
2: he doesn't, he's not actually a cam, so he'd have to go to only fans. That's, sure. a,
3: that's a very good point. That's fair.
2: Uh, funny. he's not a cam. Um, <laughs> so Josh Cardenas says uh, that he needs Tony D'Angelo to ask Kate out on a date.
3: (laughs) Yes. You don't have to say anything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to end up in the truck.
2: Hey, hey, not for nothing. Not for nothing. I wanted to say something. I like your bangs. Listen, and when I say bang, uh, but listen, I love your bangs. I love your glasses. Uh, I just want to say you have a a fantastic aesthetic, an overall look to you. Thank you. And uh, I was wondering if you and I, you you might want to come down with me to the docks where my cousins uh, work. And we could maybe, uh, you know, put some guy in some cement shoes and send him to sleep with the fishes. This is what I do on all my first dates. And the thing is, if you say no, then you are the next person to sleep with the fishes. This is basically how I'm able to. I listen. They're all. They're, I got an OnlyFans. They're coming at me. I gotta beat them off with a stick. So this is how I narrow it down. If you're okay with me murdering people, then I know you deserve a second date. So how about that first
3: date? I don't. Am I? I'm, sc- I'm scared to say no. That's will the there, idea. That's the idea. Will there be? Yes. Will there be anything? There will
2: be. There will be. There will be lots of gabagool.
3: Uh, I'm in.
2: Okay, Okay, good. (laughs) Uh, This is the last one. Guys, thank you so much. Um, I believe that's all we have. Thank you. This has been so, 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 so much. Uh, Okay. Uh, So now, oh, wait, we didn't talk about this. Something else happened on the show tonight. Uh, Imperium cut a promo about how they don't like MSK, but Marcel Bartel cut it in German with subtitles. And Fabian Eichner cut it in Italian with subtitles. These are both guys who we've heard can speak perfect English. So, another thing is specifically for the 62 year olds and older. Remember, there are lots of people who watch the show who are older than 62. A lot of World War II veterans who really hate Germans and Italians watch the show. And so, we might make them seem way more, um, uh, we've seen them way more evil. So that's why we have him speaking foreign languages. That was the thing.
3: Um there actually was one other super chat. Was there? Yeah. I'm it. requesting Alex to do an impression of Walter. However, Walter is trying to sound like Tony D'Angelo so he can fit in with the mobs.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I um, that's the last one.
3: Oh that's the last oh, one. Okay. I, just, okay. I just I just I just
2: saw it too. That's the last one. Here we go.
3: Um also while you were doing that, Louise put in our chat. Holy shit, I forgot that Imperium was on the show. Ha, 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 ha It's ha,
2: true. It's pretty easy to forget. <laughs> here we go. Uh, I'm not sure who sent this. If you did, here we go. Uh, This is Walter trying to sound like Tony D'Angelo Take so he some- can fit in with the mobsters. Here we go. Hello! I am Walter. Uh... Not for nothing, but I was thinking, perhaps uh, you friends and I, we could go down to the docks where all of my cousins work, and we could put some people in the shoes that are made of cement, and we could send them uh, to take a nap with, um, no, what is what is what is expression? Sleep with fishes, yes. Uh, also, I have a body in my trunk, and I was wondering if anybody could help me with that because I happen to have misplaced my keys, and I think he's running out of air in there. So um I was thinking also is there a deli around here where I may be able to to procure some gabagool I'm not <laughs> sure how you pronounce ga- gab gabagool yes but I I am Italian as the day is long that is me look I have a I lock it here with a picture of my grandmother Sophia from Golden Girls hello I am Italian uh <laughs> that's that's as that's as much as I got, guys. That's as that's as much as I got, guys.
3: God, but thank God you did the other sour graps yesterday.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. I I, I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this if I still had two more hours of stuff to talk about. I feel like that's what's gonna happen from now on. I'm gonna do a late night sour graps on Monday so that I don't have to do an ever an even later night sour graps on Tuesdays.
3: Yeah, that's probably a good call.
2: Thank, thank you, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for your super chats and for your well wishes to Kate's mother, whose birthday yes! is is tomorrow. Thank um, you for the
3: happy birthday wishes. That was so sweet. They sent um, their thanks in a group text, and my dad also sent a text message that said, "Gobble." Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, everybody. So, uh, thank you. Uh, I, I, of course, uh, follow me on Twitter at Alex um. Somebody suggested I should start a cameo, where I just do a, uh, impressions, uh, and people can pay for them. Turns out I'm not famous enough to be on cameo, <laughs>
3: because I try. Can you do shoot on uh, pro wrestling tees? The link- I should
2: probably I should probably do that.
3: You probably um, could.
2: Uh, anyway, um. <laughs> anyway, uh, this has been a lot of fun for me. It's it's, it's great, and uh, yeah. So please uh, come to my Twitter. It's a lot of fun. And then I do the the, the sour grabs things on FIFO Select. Subscribe to FIFO Select and and I do yeah, the Sour Graps thing. Hey, uh, Kate's here too. Kate, <laughs> where do they follow you, Kate?
3: You can follow me at Kate On Deck IC on Twitter. I'm here every Tuesday doing sour grabs with this guy. On Wednesdays, I'm at Mark Order Pod. We're talking mm-hmm. all things all elite. And then on Fridays. You can catch me on the AEW Rampage Smackdown post-show with Sean Ross App immediately following those programs. So check me out on all those things.
2: Yes. Uh, Or Sleep uh, with uh,
3: the Fishes. Either one. Your choice.
2: (laughs) And as as we, from now on, will say, every time we end one of these shows,
3: keep cool, Gabagool.